1: Evan and Bonnie. And the top of the morning to you. It is 30A. That's right, Thursday on the Get Up and Go show. Y'all know what day it is? Like I said, it is Thursday.
2: Put some south in your mouth. I'll
1: put south in your mouth and north and east and west as well. What's
3: on the agenda for today?
1: Well, we got a lot of things on the agenda for today. An action packed show. Mr. Clock, what time is it, please?
3: It's
4: now 6.07 a.m.
1: That's right, 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show. And boy, do we have a special guest lined up today, Bonnie, later on this morning.
5: Yes, indeed we do. And maybe we'll be hearing from some of the kids too involved.
1: We'll have to see, because coming up later on in the 8 o'clock hour, it's Mark Rogers. Now, you're probably scratching your head. Okay, well... Who the heck is Mark Rogers?
5: It's not Fred Rogers. No,
1: Mr. Rogers, if he appears on the show, we're in deep crap. That's all i got to say.
5: Oh, that would be fun, though. It would be. He'd be here putting on his shoes or taking off his shoes. But I Mark,
1: don't know Rogers, which one. Mark Rogers, Mark Rogers, <laughs> maybe his cardigan sweater, too. <laughs> Mark Rogers, though, is the manager of the Martin County team, the Martin County baseball team. That is on the way to Williamsport as we speak for the Little League World Series. And unfortunately, yesterday they suffered a loss to the opposing team. They were leading up until, I think, the fourth or fifth inning. I was watching the game on TV, and errors will get you every time in a game. Errors will get you, but you know what? The kids played a great ball game, and they're on their way to Williamsport, and they're um, part of the brackets that are all set up. In fact, they're going to be playing, let me bring this up here, they're going to be playing uh, the Great Lakes team on August the 20th at 3 o'clock, and it's going to be on ESPN television in the main stadium where they hold the championship game.
5: Can you imagine those kids playing in that stadium Mm -hmm. and being seen by uh, so many people watching ESPN?
1: It was on TV yesterday, too. It was on ESPN yesterday. Um, I, I got my hats off to Mark Rogers, the manager of the team, because he is basically dad to 13 other ball players that are on that team. And you know, he was all mic'd up; they had a microphone on him, so you could hear when he went to the pitcher's mound. And one of the things he 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 stressed to the kids, and I love hearing this, is have fun. Just have fun. And that's it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, he's just like, have fun. he's not
5: the kind of guy to uh, start yelling and screaming no. at them if a uh, no. player screws up or there's not a mistake all. on the field.
1: Not at all. But just have fun.
5: That's what it's all about. Really. It really is. Yeah, because it so takes away and uh, like me even playing mm-hmm. basketball and volleyball mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. my high school days with uh, classmates and there were moms and dads, Uh it's kind of like if there was a mom or dad out on that playing field, or if there was a coach that would start screaming or just get a little bit, uh, you know, very nervy with you, Uh you you take that memory with you really for a really long time.
1: You really do. And
5: as you mature and you do get older, you look back and you say, gosh, what was, what was that coach or parent yeah. thinking about? We, we was just kids.
1: I was always taught when you play ball, because I grew up playing little league and middle school and high school ball, and I coached my kids as well, and I always uh, you know preached, I mean, yeah, it's great to win. You always want to win. You don't want to lose. Nobody wants to lose. But at the end of the day, the, the object of the game is just have fun. Yes. That's what it's all about.
5: And we always tried to make a measure. We didn't always do it because we were kids. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we would go to bed at night after a game where there was a big dispute or a feud on the play on the playing field mm-hmm. about uh, was that really an out? that wasn't an out you called it it should have been an out sometimes we would go to bed mad at one another mm-hmm. and have to all get back on the same school bus the next morning and yeah. try to get along
1: it's so crazy it's
5: kind of like that saying for adults you should never go a bit, go to bed
1: mad yeah it's crazy it's crazy so so the, uh, the team that represents state of florida is from palm city and they are in the brackets. Yeah. I've got the brackets in front of me. And there's eight teams that are in the brackets. It's just part of a huge bracket. Now, they're going to be playing the Great Lakes. Now, if they win that game, they advance to the next bracket. And they would take on the winner of the Texas Northwest game. And then, basically, it's four. they have to win four games to make it to the championship game, which is going to be held August 29th in Lamad Stadium.
5: So just because they did lose this game yesterday doesn't mean that they still no. can't go on. They are going to go on. No, exactly. And get a chance to participate. Exactly. To go further.
1: Exactly. They they have, you know, the brackets, they have the Hank Aaron championship teams and then the Tom Seaver championship teams. There's elimination brackets and then there's the winner's brackets. So it's, it's, um, you know, the, 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 it's just it's it's the road to the little league world series it's 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 all happening in williamsport it's all week long and, man, it's just inc- I get excited this know, time of the year. and
5: excited for the kids. And yeah. there's a little bit of a change, of course, this year, too, because of travel concerns for teams yeah. from outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. Only teams from the eight regions across the U.S. are participating.
1: Oh, wow. And
5: normally only the champion of the region would go this year, the winner and the runner-up get to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because usually they have teams from different countries that are yeah. playing, like, you know, the team from China, team from Japan, yeah. and things like that. But unfortunately, they're not having it this year because of, uh, of COVID. So uh, the team that won yesterday, um, uh, the team that beat uh, Palm City is Tennessee. So they're playing Great Lakes. Uh, what's today? August 10th? Today is, I'm sorry, Tennessee play Great Lakes on uh, they'll play Great Lakes on August 19th. Mm-hmm. That's the team that won yesterday against Palm City and then they'll advance and of course they have four games to win as well and I mean who knows we could see Palm City and Tennessee again in the championship game.
5: I mean it could uh, very much so happen yes and you know hopefully our Palm City team would beat them this time. I think I'm going to go for Great Lakes though against Tennessee Nolensville just okay. because Tennessee beat Palm City here mm-hmm. and I'm from that kind of like okay. northern Great Lakes okay. region. I'll be rooting for them there. Okay.
1: You also have New England taking on the West B team the Mid-Atlantic team taking on the Northwest team. Louisiana taking on the Midwest team. That's in one bracket and then of course on the other side of the chart you have texas and northwest a uh, of course florida palm city team and the great lakes midwest a and mid-atlantic b and then west a against new england so you know bonnie it's it's just a great tournament it and and again the most important part is this is an experience of a lifetime for these kids that they will never Ever forget
5: it is, and you know what's got me wondering. I wonder if we should call G and Ray right now, okay. because I'm wondering if Paul. Remember Paul that used to be on the radio with G before uh-huh. Ray came along. Right. I know that his grandson plays some baseball in Palm okay. City. I'm wondering if Paul's grandson's a part of that. Okay, team.
1: we'll find out. We'll All give right. him a call. Love to, definitely love to. And then tonight on TV, there's a huge game on TV tonight. It's a major league game. Two teams. The Yankees, I think, and the White Sox are playing. Remember the movie Field of Dreams? I do. They're playing oh, at that yeah. Field of Dreams team in Iowa. Oh,
5: that's very exciting. They're playing at that field. <laughs> yep.
1: Now, right, let's just see if T.A.R.A. Right G around that cornfield. Yeah, right? they oh. built a major league complex there. And it's right in the middle of the field.
5: And they call it the Field of Dreams the
1: Field of Dreams
5: game, too, don't they? Yes, Now, they there's do. a game I would love to attend. Yes.
1: Now, here's the thing. Are they sleeping up there or I what? I don't
5: know. They shouldn't be sleeping with our little leaguers on they fire like this. They never answer well, maybe the phone. Maybe they're talking about the little leaguers.
1: Jeez. I should just text Ray while I'm, while I'm calling. <laughs> yeah. Like answer your <laughs> flipping phone.
5: Answer the phone. We want to know this. Because it seems to me that Paul that had been on the radio with G, it seems to me that his grandson uh, mm-hmm. played. Mm-hmm.
1: Answer your phone calling in on a line okay so i just texted ray this is just ridiculous they've <laughs> got to be sleeping up there my I gosh i hate that there's nothing worse that i hate than calling a radio station and it rings 37 and three-quarter times, and nobody answers.
5: Maybe there's something going on with their system, too. Like, who knows? Maybe they don't hear it ringing for some reason that we I don't, don't know, know or Maybe understand. they're on strike.
1: <laughs> maybe they did a walkout. Maybe pa- they're eating breakfast. Paul
5: Perry. That's who uh, used to be with G. I'm kind of oh, looking on his okay. Facebook right now to okay. see if he uh, posted anything lately about any kind of baseball, which, which I don't see right here. Mm. Usually he posts... Like uh, pictures of his grandkid, his grandboy, who is in the Palm City area. Oh, he's got uh, Bobby Bowden posted. Yeah. uh, Dying at age 91 this week. He has that one. I'm I'm revealing Paul Perry's page. Sorry,
1: it's public knowledge. (laughs) It's public knowledge. Public information.
5: I I am scrolling.
1: You're trolling on his page.
5: I I really am. You can
1: troll all you want. You're allowed to troll. (laughs) Bonnie the Troller. That's your new radio name.
5: But I'm not finding any baseball news from him.
1: Could you imagine if you had a radio name like Bonnie Troller?
5: I like that actually. <laughs> you know whose name I really like is uh, from the ID channel and a journalist is Kate Snow. Okay. I just I you know I heard them say Kate Snow yesterday, and I wondered yeah. is that a real name or is that a made up name?
6: It's real, I don't know. anyway.
5: It suits her because she's so. She, she's such a white woman, mm-hmm. and she's so pretty mm-hmm. and with a name like Kate snow yeah that's true I thought it I thought it suited her.
1: This is true. you think I should hang up or let it yeah. keep ringing I think It's only should... rung it's only rung fifty nine and a half times
5: i should I think we should give that one up by now Evan. Yeah.
1: Man. That's,
5: that's too bad
1: though too bad for them. they don't get to uh have our presence. Our, our worldly presence on their show.
5: So how long did that Little League go on yesterday? Like how many hours the game, did the kids play?
1: Um, the game went, it started at 2 and it was over by almost 4 o'clock.
5: Now is that a faster game than sometimes that you get out at the St. Lucie Mets? And well, out at the yeah, field?
1: definitely so. It's a seven-inning game where we play nine innings. And
5: it's played indoors where they're not going to get a rain out, too. No, they play outdoors. Gather. Oh, it it was is outdoors. outdoors. Yes, it's outdoors. Oh, they could get rained yeah. out then. They
1: played in, um, I think they were in Georgia is where they were playing. And then they were hopping on buses or something of that sort and driving to Williamsport. Mm-hmm. Because I was in contact with a gentleman yesterday uh, who handles all the uh, the PR for the manager, for Mark Rogers, and um, because, and we should feel very blessed, because he said to me, listen, he says, I'm going to give you guys the first interview of the day because you're the hometown station and we're from Palm City, yes, and we want to make sure that we take care of our local people first before anybody else.
5: Yep. So we
1: scored the first interview.
5: He's thinking right on that matter. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> We're just not some little radio station that, you know, is a little hole in the wall. We're big time here. Martin we deserve. Martin County's
5: Heritage Station. That's right.
1: We deserve right on. We deserve the best yeah. there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. That's what it's all about.
5: But we hope to always uh, deliver the best, too. We try. We get, we care try. And we get very concerned.
1: Yes. Yeah. But then when our sister station doesn't answer, I get very worried. Because I hope they're okay up there. See I'm I'm worried about them. And, and that, that, that worries me <laughs> when they don't answer. I'm gonna have to have, I'm gonna have to call G when I get off the air yeah. and, and have a come to Jesus meeting with them. And say, listen, when a, we're calling, a Jesus yeah, a come to Jesus meeting is what it's you called. You guys
5: do that every once it's in a while? It's called a while. reality The meeting. brothers getting it's together? Like the
1: brothers <laughs> from different mothers who have sisters from different misters.
5: Oh, speaking of Jesus, um, the fa- very first order I ordered from Amazon that's coming to my home. Did you order it? Yeah. Not the first order. Now the first order was a delivery package to my brother and sister-in-law. And okay. they just got that yesterday. Okay. But the very first thing I ordered off of Amazon to mm-hmm. be delivered to my own home. For your? Yourself, is the New Testament Psalms, yes. Proverbs?
1: You can enjoy that so much.
5: Psalms and Proverbs. Now, a lady told me to maybe read Psalms first. Okay. Does that make any sense? I don't know why she
1: I considered that. I, I don't know. That could be a personal preference on her part. Okay. Possibly.
5: I'll take it that way. And you know, you know and because she said, I think I'm going to start reading the Book of Psalms okay. uh, first. All right. In my uh, little, um, and you know, it only cost me nine ninety eight. That's it. With uh, including sh- shipping yeah the whole cost came to nine nine nine
1: dollars and 98 cents such a deal i know such and a deal it should be delivered Did you get free shipping
5: by saturday nope uh shipping was Other char- you're not a prime member you're charge. not a prime member gary's a prime member so you should have had not. gary
1: ordered it on his account and then you would have gotten that next day shipping for I know, free but
5: it was just kind of like something i didn't want to okay. wait for and while okay. i was thinking about it i finally wanted to get all on right. it
1: all right six twenty one right now on the get up and go show Time for news uh, all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the headlines.
5: Good morning. Fred is a tropical depression this morning with maximum sustained winds of 35 miles per hour. National Hurricane Center forecasters say Fred is expected to be near the Florida Keys in South Florida on Saturday. It is now one month since the start of the Cuban protest calling for freedom on the island. These protests are historic because Cubans are calling for an end to the dictatorship that has lasted for 62 years. Since the start of the protests in July... Cuban Americans took to the streets in the U.S. in solidarity with people on the island. Among the largest protests in South Florida was when demonstrators made their way onto Interstate 95 in West Palm Beach, resulting in traffic coming to a standstill near Okeechobee Boulevard. In Texas, hundreds of people marched in Houston, as well as in Washington, D.C., where they called for help from the U.S. government. President Biden continues to face pressure over the issue. Cuban Americans and some Republican politicians have called for President Biden to help Cuba in a bigger way. Last month, Republican politicians called for the president to grant the island free access to the Internet. As video started surfacing on the Internet about what was happening on the island, the regime count all Internet access for the country, and the Internet is still not accessible to the public. The state is threatening to withhold the salaries of Broward County School Board members after they voted to keep a mask mandate for students in place.
6: We believe this is a decision for the parent uh, to make, just given the, the uncertainty about what it means, particularly for a lot of the young kids.
5: Governor Ron DeSantis says board members have until 5 p.m. tomorrow to provide a written response documenting how they will comply with the state's order or they could face sanctions. There's a growing coalition of state and federal officials trying to circumvent the governor's mask mandate ban in public schools, and WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders with the story.
7: While most Florida schools are still making masks optional this year... At least two now have mandates without required opt outs for parents. Estate warning and letters both risk financial penalty equal to superintendent and board member salaries.
8: It's just egregious. I mean, this is America, isn't it?
7: Senator Janet Cruz and her colleagues are working to crowdsource money online to pay losses back. It's the latest effort to encourage districts to ignore the governor and make their own decision on masks.
8: We're just sick and tired of it. What else can we do?
7: Other lawmakers like Rep. Michael Greco, offering their
9: pay. Whatever measly salary I get in the house until that gets resolved.
7: Even the White House is working with Florida's Ag Commissioner. The press secretary suggesting Tuesday federal COVID relief funds earmarked for schools could fill losses. They're federal funds uh, and they're not under, they're under federal discretion. DeSantis meanwhile continues defending his order as putting parents in charge. He dismissed the federal dollars idea as a misappropriation and warned
6: he won't back down. Obviously, if you're talking about the federal government coming in and overruling parents in our communities, you know that would be something that we would fight back vociferously against.
3: And allies like CFO Jimmy Patronis... I think the Democrats were trying to pull off a media
7: stunt. ...tweeting this, that the crowdsourcing effort by lawmakers could violate state gift
3: laws. You can't pay public officials with money for a policy outcome. You cannot use your official position for political purposes. And that's the definition of corruption. Cruz, however... Taking that comment in stride.
8: All right, take us to court. Let's see what the judges have to say about trying to pay teachers who've had their pay withheld.
5: West Palm Beach native and businessman John Texter, who brought digital domain to his home state before the visual effects studio filed for bankruptcy shortly after its arrival, can now add professional soccer club owner to his resume. Crystal Palace FC announced Wednesday that Texter will join Chairman Steve Parish, Josh Harris, and David Blitzer as owners and directors of the London-based Premier League club. Texter is probably best remembered for his role as chief chief executive officer of Digital Domain, the visual effects studio that he moved from Los Angeles to Port St. Lucie, receiving economic incentives from the state of Florida and Port St. Lucie, Digital Domain opened its studio in the city in 2012 and partnered with Florida State University's film school to create an animation and digital arts program in West Palm Beach. Port St. Lucie's minor league baseball park was even named Digital Domain Stadium. But the studio, which was co-founded by director James Cameron and created the effects for movies like True Lies and Titanic, filed for bankruptcy that same year, yes, than a year less than a year after its initial public offering. And lastly, Jeopardy has announced two permanent hosts. Executive producer Mike Richards will host the regular nightly syndicated show and Maya Bialik from the Big Bang Theory, she'll be hosting primetime specials and spin-offs for ABC. <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers right-hander Corbin Burns tied a major league record for striking out 10 consecutive batters during Wednesday night's 10-0 win over the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Burns, age 26, shares the record with Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Aaron Nola, who pulled the feet against the New York Mets in June, and Hall of Famer Tom Seaver, who set the mark against the San Diego Padres in 1970. News time 627 will have weather and traffic together next.
1: right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: We're finding a nice ride uh, during this Thursday morning as it's the second day back to school here in Martin County. Just be looking for the school buses, look for the kids, enjoy the ride. It's pleasant at the moment. And that's your latest look at traffic. In Port St. Lucie, it's 80. And in Thunder Bay,
11: Ontario, Canada, 59 and clear. Here's our weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s. Some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s. Feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Tomorrow, increasing clouds and rain chances as Fred approaches. Highs in the upper 80s. For the weekend, highs in the mid to upper 80s. Cloudy, windy, and soggy with an 80% chance for showers and storms. Stay with our First Alert weather team for the very latest tropical updates. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
12: weight feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Fred J. Rezacker of Slim Body Laser Spa East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart and they're online. Visit their website slimbodylaser.com In a few short treatments you'll see results. Lose 3, 6, even 9 inches of unwanted belly fat. The weight is over. Call today 223-5885 That's 223 The Slim Body
13: Laser Spa, the weight is over you're listening to the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie.
1: 6:32 on the Get up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie, it's time to do viral videos. So, you know, Bonnie, when you see cute little two-year-old kids doing videos and talking, they're just so adorable. They really are, aren't they?
5: Yeah. Those are just like the ones you want to, um, you know, stop scrolling when you're scrolling mm-hmm. and take a look at, you know, just like cute little kittens or something.
1: When you were a child, Bonnie, a youngin, two or three years old, did your parents ever teach you what to say if you ever got lost anywhere? Did they ever teach you what to say?
5: You know, I really, I guess I I grew up in such a small town that I really didn't grow up that way where, but of course, you know, now, like, they didn't tell me to say or to, to remember the phone number mm-hmm. or the address mm-hmm. i think it's because i not to brag but i was a smart little kid okay and anywhere i would go i would already know the phone number well, you're I, I still a smart little kid
1: but you're a smart big kid
5: i'm more like a, a smart art <laughs> smart apple <laughs> i'm a smart apple <laughs> all
1: right well there's a two-year-old that never got the lesson because when someone asked her Here's what she said. Listen.
8: Okay, Evie, so what do you do when you're lost? And find another mommy. What? <laughs> oh,
1: oh how funny. Did you catch that? I did think, you Did you understand what she said?
5: I think I did. What do you think she said? She said, I look for a new mommy. Yes, find.
1: Here, listen again. <laughs>
5: okay, Evie, so what do you do when you're lost? And find another mommy.
1: Yeah, find <laughs> another mommy. <laughs> Just plain and simple. Just uh, find another mommy.
5: Like another pair of underwear. Another yeah. one will do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> find another mommy. Oh,
5: good the good heck amount. with
1: that mom. Just find another one.
5: Go knock on some doors and, and look yeah. for another mommy.
1: Find another mommy.
5: <laughs> she was pretty nonchalant about that
1: Straightforward. one. Straightforward.
5: Was she only like a two-year-old? Or That's a...
1: it. Two. <laughs> oh, Two years gosh. old. Find another mommy.
5: Little smarty pants. That's
1: right. Play that tape for her in about ten years and she'll oh, regret that that's one. That's
5: funny. <laughs> so
1: there's a woman that's in Pennsylvania named Gail, and she used to love riding motorcycles until she couldn't ride them anymore. And she sold her motorcycle when she was ninety three years old.
5: She was driving a motorcycle in her through her eighties and into her into her nineties. 90s. 90s.
1: And she couldn't ride anymore at the age of ninety three. Well, she just turned 100 years old. And for her 100th birthday, there's a biker's club that surprised her with a ride-along in the sidecar of a big, beautiful motorcycle. Let's listen.
14: What are you going to give me? All right. Oh my love pack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> oh my, my, I sure am. Put your other foot in there. Gets right, right in. in,
9: in, in there. There. I, I went out over there. <laughs> Can
7: I
1: drive? She wants to drive the damn thing. I don't
15: want that
1: over there. She got a helmet on? There she goes. Yeah. But she was, did Did you catch her twice? She said, I want to be over there. She wanted to drive She the wants thing. to be
5: in the driver's seat. Yeah. You know, she could use like a four-wheeler or a three-wheel cycle as well. Uh-huh. She, you know, somebody should buy that for gran- Granny for her birthday.
1: Tell you what, she did not look 100 years old. <laughs> no. She definitely did not look 100 years old.
5: There is one that might live to 110 or 115. Yeah. I mean, I would consider. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I found an article um, the other day. Um, I'm always looking for interesting articles in magazines. This one comes uh, from a lady by the name of Kathy Eisman, is the author of How to Tell a Woman by Her Handbag. Now, they say your purse is a personal... You know, is, is very personal, and it can say a lot about your personality. Um, and a woman's handbag is an extension of exactly who she is. Now, I noticed that when you come in here, you have just a small little handbag. Yeah. It's just a little over-the-shoulder hold It's, the shoulder
5: it's kind of medium. Kind right. of a medium-sized mm-hmm. purse.
1: Well, there's enormous satchels, the classy little clutches. And here's what the different sizes Say about a woman or a man who carries one of these?
5: Yeah, I never um, wanted to carry one of those big lady purses, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a a big a big suitcase around of now a purse. You
1: notice I said a man or a woman yep. because nowadays guys carry purses or clutch bags,
5: which is sometimes a guy's lunchbox.
1: That, right, that I box. used to carry a, a I used to carry what's called a purse. Yep. It's a male version of a purse. I like it. I used to carry one for the longest time. And
5: there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, until
1: I graduated to the backpack.
5: Did you carry some lipstick and makeup in there, Damn too? right I did. Right.
1: That's right. Even carried uh, feminine hygiene products.
5: <laughs> well, like, yeah, just in case.
1: Somebody needed them. I've always, I always came equipped. So anyway, the big tote, the big tote bag, you know that one, Bonnie, goes over the shoulder and it's the size of a garbage bag. Well, it shows that you're relaxed and put more importance on your personal life than your job. You're the type of person who just enjoys life.
5: I used to carry one of those. You know, I had a big gray one when I was uh, 18 or 19. Okay. I haven't had one ever since, though.
1: Now, do you ever notice, though, Bonnie, when you're walking in the mall or you go somewhere, that if you see a lady carrying a big tote... You ever notice she also has one of those big hats on? Think about I've that seen one. that
5: quite often, I think guess. Think
1: about that one. Now that, now that it's mentioned, yep. you always see the big hat that accompanies the big tote. I
5: think it tells me that they're very fashionable. Yes. Like they're very in tune with their fashion yes. when I see that very sort of much thing. so.
1: Now, on the other flip of the coin, a compact shoulder bag. That you may be a little on the rigid side. It says you could be on the rigid side, but you ha- never have to fish for your keys because it's not very big. Now, your pocketbook is loaded with pockets and zippers to keep everything in its proper place, indicating you're very focused and very organized.
5: Thank you for bringing that up because I think that's more what of what I'm needing because... Mm-hmm. Boy, it must have happened about three or four times this week where I got into a place and I I said, I can't find my keys. Oh, man, where are my keys? Okay, And then I would look through my purse a couple of times without finding them. Mm -hmm. And on a third time, I would find them. Okay, So, you know, I got to start putting them right where I know they're going to be at. Now,
1: the black purse that you carry in here um, every morning, does that have pockets inside or is it just you open it and you just...
5: Throw stuff right in. There's a couple of pockets. Okay.
1: All right. Very good. All right. Now, ladies who prefer small pouches, they say are very dainty, soft-spoken, and prefer pastel colors over the loud ones, and you carry only the essentials in your little pouch, such as feminine hygiene products, a small billfold, lipstick, a compact Or even a tiny package of tissues or a small package of gum.
5: Now, that's the kind of uh, purse that I enjoy to take if I'm going to the fair or an amusement park where I'm going to go on rides. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a small little dainty thing that you put over your shoulder and you only take the basics.
1: That's what Rachel um, Rachel carries also whenever we go to the theme parks. Just a small little kind of a cross body, and it just kind of hangs over here. It's like just a small little satchel is what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, if a briefcase-style bag is someone's thing, then you're all business. Whether you're running the household or your company, there's no room for clutter either in the bag or your life. So you look like classic clothes and sensible shoes, and you refuse to wait on your husband or wife and kids Hand and foot. Oh. That's the kind of personality you have.
5: <laughs> You're not there to help them out, but right. you can have that classy, professional-looking bag, like the professional like you are. Exactly. I think we've seen people come in here um, with those kind of bags mm-hmm. and very business-like,
1: Definitely. business-like
5: people. And, Definitely so. Which there's nothing wrong with that. No,
1: not at all. Not at all. Bonnie, did you know that men are more likely than women to admit they dream of their wedding day? Men are more likely than more women. More likely
5: to do that? They're
1: more likely to dream of their wedding day. No,
5: that's odd because you usually hear of uh, women as little girls. Yeah. um dreaming of their wedding day since they were little girls agreed and i hardly ever hear that with the boys
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or about it they say that guys dream more of their wedding day than it's a, women do. it's
5: a secret then right I so the secret so. might be out the you,
1: secret's out do you
5: think it is so do you think that would i don't, be true and- i
1: don't know i i know that um when i was younger i always thought about i would always just sit and i would i'd be one to daydream like gosh i wonder what it's going to be like um To get married. Yeah, you would? Yeah, Yeah. I I did. I had those thoughts. Oh,
5: wow. I did. Me, not so much. I -hmm. don't know. I I guess I didn't really do much thinking about it until, Mm -hmm. you know, it came to the time where I got married.
1: Okay. Uh, Did you know that 43% of us have eaten breakfast foods for all three meals? 43% of people will (sighs) eat eggs three times a day for lunch breakfast, and dinner. You're gaining a lot
5: of pounds if you're enjoying that cor- corned beef hash at every meal. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see the calorie count in corned beef hash?
1: It's pretty up there. That
5: Hormel stuff? It's
1: pretty oh, up there. It's good, though. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it tastes great. I think
5: it's like 700 calories mm-hmm. either per can or per half can, mm-hmm. which is a lot.
1: Now, did you know... that? <laughs> This is interesting because a lot of radio people do this all the time. Did you know that 18% of people say that clearing your throat is the most annoying sound (laughs) there is to man? Yeah. Right? I
5: guess, it, yeah, if, if you're like in a quiet room, like a mm-hmm. library or you're studying or something, mm-hmm. to hear that mm-hmm. could be quite annoying. Okay,
1: now here's something I want you to ask Topanga, next time you see Topanga for Yes. Me. Okay, in a recent survey, 42% of teenagers claim that they can text while blindfolded. Oh, texting I, while yeah. blindfolded i
5: wonder if she could i mean you know you see those kids texting so often Think about that, that maybe they could be doing it blind i i
1: i can do it while blindfolded and and i'll tell you really? the little secret how to yeah you use voice to text
16: okay all you
1: do is press a button and you talk and bam it'll pick up everything you're saying
16: now
5: that makes sense but in
1: the <laughs> real world in in reality, 42% of teens claim that they can text while being blindfolded.
5: Wow, thats I'm going to have to test that on the kids the next time I see mm-hmm.
1: them. Uh, did you know <laughs> 76% of advertisements during major sporting televised sporting events promote junk food according to the Journal of Pediatrics? Now, the last time you watched a sporting event on TV, major sporting event, Think about the commercials that were on. Oh, yeah. Did you see junk food commercials?
5: Always with right? the uh, hamburgers. Right, Doritos,
1: burgers. The fries. Fries, hot yeah. dogs, candy, ice, ice cream. Even ice cream, too. Yep. Yep. Exactly.
5: Yep. It's uh, so ironic, um, you know, that you're watching. Oh, oftentimes, too, when I watch a sporting event, I think I I like to see them advertising the Michelob Ultra Mm. And you know where, or it, or it's so ironic if they show it in a like a, a Budweiser ad or something, and mm-hmm. all the ladies are, you know, around the pool in in swimsuits with their right. sweet bods right. drinking Budweiser. Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> Bonnie, did you also know that a study shows only eleven percent of us go grocery shopping on Wednesdays? Wednesday is the slowest day of the week. They say wow. that people go grocery shopping. So if you enjoy or go to the store and go grocery shopping on the weekends when it's busy, yeah. you might want to recalculate the day you go and go on Wednesday when it's not so busy. It's
5: funny that more people wouldn't be going grocery shopping here on Wednesday mm-hmm. because I think the public's flyers, well, they come out in the newspaper anyway on Wednesday. The public's flyers that mm-hmm. I was looking at yesterday with mm-hmm. all the BOGOs. Mm-hmm. And uh, you would think more people here because of that would be more apt to go shopping. Mm -hmm.
1: Here's something pretty interesting and I find kind of funny. Um, Did you know that if you're average, if you're an average person, you'll spend about two weeks of your entire lifetime kissing? Just kissing. (laughs) Fifteen days to be exact. (laughs) 15 days to be exact.
5: Oh, man. That's, that's a long time uh, during a lifetime to to be spent sharing and, <laughs> that's, and kissing. Um,
1: that's very, very interesting. That,
5: that one is an interesting 15 one. 15
1: days. When you think days. about it, 15, 15 days of 15, your life, you're, you're kissing. 15 days of your life, you're kissing.
5: Or kissing someone's kissing. rear end. No, <laughs> Does no. Does that, no, include, no, that? No. <laughs> kiss- that include that? No, no. Not
1: kissing somebody's rear end. Does it include that? No, 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 no. That's no. a
5: lot of days. That just might. <laughs>
1: that, that might involve like, more than. 15 days,
5: I think. <laughs> yeah, some people, so. they do that all their life. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know, right? <laughs> it is 6- when will
5: they ever learn?
1: <laughs> it is 6.46 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Can you tell we're having fun and it's not even 7 o'clock yet? It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on precious metals, it's always... St. Lucie jewelry and coin. Here's Bonnie at the news desk with the headlines.
5: Thank you, Evan. And with Martin County kids getting back to school yesterday, about half the students at J.D. Parker Elementary School were wearing masks as they walked to the first day of school. At Stewart Middle, less than two miles away, few students were wearing a mask as they waited outside and greeted their friends. Some, however, said they were going to mask up once they got indoors. Across town at Palm City Elementary, about 50% of students were wearing masks, a parent said. That all came as no surprise to district spokesperson Jennifer DeShazzo, While the district was unable to say exactly what percentage of students wore masks Wednesday morning, officials expect it to vary from campus to campus, she said. Florida Power and Light has reached agreement with representatives of consumers and businesses on a four-year plan that would increase base electric rates and continue the utility's push to add solar energy. The proposed settlement was filed Tuesday at the State Public Service Commission, which will decide whether to approve it. The plan would lead to a $692 million increase in base electric rates in January and another increase of $560 million in 2023, with additional increases in 2024 and 2025 to pay for solar projects. FPL filed a base rate proposal in March and the Public Service Commission has been scheduled next week to hold a hearing in the case. The agreement trimmed FPL's original proposed rate increases by about $428 million, according to a filing at the commission. The CDC reports that Florida reported over 24,700 COVID cases on Monday. And the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services reported over 15,400 hospitalizations. Both are new records. COVID booster shots are under the microscope.
14: A CDC prevention advisory panel's meeting Friday to discuss considerations for booster doses of COVID-19 vaccines. This is the U.S. deals with a summer spike thanks to the Delta variant. ER Dr. Darian Sutton says we need to think about people who haven't had their first shot first before we talk about boosters.
10: There are many people around the world that are desperate for their first shot. So we have to think about equity before giving our third shot to some of our citizens.
14: Right now, there's no indication the general public needs a booster. These vaccines are continuing to prove effective as the breakthrough rate of those who require hospitalization and deaths remains below 1%. Wendy Grossman, Miami. The Broward County School Board is defying a state order by keeping
5: a mask mandate for students in place.
6: We believe this is a decision for the parent uh, to make, just given the the uncertainty about what it means, particularly for a lot of the young kids.
5: Governor Ron DeSantis is giving board members a deadline of 5 p.m. tomorrow to explain how they will comply with the state's order or face sanctions, including a loss of their salaries. Lastly, proof of receiving a COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test will be required to attend a Maroon 5 concert. The band released the news on their Twitter account. According to the band, beginning August 16, concertgoers at their shows will have to present proof of a negative test taken within 48 hours of the concert or be fully vaccinated. The Cincinnati Inquirer reported that those unvaccinated under 12-year-old would need to bring proof of a negative COVID-19 diagnostic test taken within 48 hours before the event. One bad inning was all it took to dismantle Martin County North Little League's chance of winning the Southeast Region title on Wednesday against Tennessee Nolensville Little League. Nolensville scored 10 runs in the top of the fifth inning to defeat Martin County 10-3 in Warner Robins, Georgia. Despite the loss, Martin County will still be heading to Williamsport, Pennsylvania to participate in the Little League World Series. Newstime 651 will have weather and traffic together next.
1: 652 right now on the get up and go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie.
5: Well, no accidents this morning, no tie-ups. That's what we're seeing. The major highways are all up to speed. So is US one looking good right now. And if you see something, say something, let us know. 220 9788 220 wstu It's partly cloudy, 82 in Stewart, and in Sendai, Japan, it's a cloudy 66.
11: Here's our weather outlook at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s. Some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Tomorrow, increasing clouds and rain chances as Fred approaches. Highs in the upper 80s. For the weekend, highs in the mid to upper 80s. Cloudy, windy and soggy with an 80% chance for showers and storms. Stay with our First Alert weather team for the very latest tropical updates. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU-AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
19: The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge. And with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380.
20: Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals, Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772 204
21: Today's to-do list, stop and get coffee, go to work, swing by the grocery store, eat dinner, go to sleep, get up, do it all over again. Seacoast believes spending time with your loved ones should be on your everyday to-do list. Seacoast Air Conditioning, family owned and operated for over 38 years, knows the importance of family. Whether it's reading a bedtime story, sharing your day around the dinner table, or just picking up the phone and calling mom. These are the moments that are remembered for a lifetime.
15: Comfort crisis, don't roast, call Seacoast.
22: The super useful herb that's good in the kitchen and good for your garden. That's coming up on this Land of Ours. The COVID-19 vaccine.
9: And has all I heard about the vaccine.
2: Sure, but do we really know about the long-term effects? Did you read that thing on the
21: Internet? Did he about heard from that? his cousin that they don't? Okay, know. you're hearing a lot of talk about the COVID-19 vaccines these days. So how do you find out if getting vaccinated is right for you? By talking to someone you already trust, your doctor or health care provider. They'll answer your questions so you can decide what's best for you and your family. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org to find out more. That's GetVaccineAnswers.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. If your soil could talk, what would it say? If it's healthy, it may already be saying some good things about your future. Because farmers who use soil health building systems that include no-till, cover crops, and diverse species and rotations report greater productivity, profitability, and resiliency to weather extremes. Learn more about what your soil is saying about its health and your future. Contact your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station.
22: Stinging nettle is known to attract tons of beneficial insects, such as butterflies, is tasty in the kitchen, and has several proven medicinal uses. It's a relative of mint plants, so it shares the same invasive quality. If you don't manage these plants, they will take over your entire garden bed in a blink of an eye. The stinging hairs on nettle are meant to stop animals from eating them, but they can also sting humans, so don't plant it near a walkway. Grow stinging nettle near plants that you don't want deer and other critters to eat. For years, nettle has been used by farmers to boost growth, Growth and immunity in chickens. In humans, it acts as an anti-inflammatory, anti-allergy, and antioxidant. The fibers of the plant can be used similar to hemp and flax, and can be used to make rope, cloth, and paper. Stinging nettle leaves should be cooked or dried before eating, and they can be used much like spinach. Put in eggs, soup, sauces, pesto, pizza, or pasta. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast AgNet. <laughs>
13: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. That's right. We're coming up
1: on top of the hour right here. Bonnie, one hour down, and uh, we've just got two more to go.
5: Yeah, I don't know where the time goes each and every morning. It just
1: flies by.
5: It's a good thing, too. (laughs) It really
1: is, because I'm hungry. I'm always hungry.
5: Did you get your breakfast yesterday? No, I I didn't. I never stayed long enough to see if you got your breakfast delivered. I
1: didn't. I may have it delivered today. I'm not sure.
5: Might do it, huh?
1: Stick it, stay. Don't go away. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next, and the band played on.
21: Jay Powers has a live update.
12: Dave, the FDA is expected to okay extra doses of the vaccine for people with weakened immune systems. And that could come as early as today with shots available as early as this weekend. Now, who are those people? We'll think transplant patients and others who have diseases like blood cancers. The federal government estimates that about 3% of Americans fall into the immunocompromised category and are more likely to get seriously ill from COVID. Boosters have already started in some countries with more set to join next month. Dave.
21: Tony, we're back to early February. COVID levels, another 135,000 new cases reported across America yesterday. 50% of Americans in a new Fox poll approve of cities requiring proof of vaccine for indoor activities. And in the great mask debate, 57% of those who were vaccinated wear them always or most of the time in public. While more than half of those who are unvaccinated say they rarely or never wear a mask in public. President Biden gets a job approval mark that's good for a little over half of those surveyed.
23: 62% back plans to spend a trillion on infrastructure. 56% support even more spending on things like paid leave, climate change proposals, health care subsidies, and more. And yet at the same time, 86% are worried about inflation, with large majorities attributing rising prices to the pandemic, but also to government policy.
21: Fox's Jessica Rosenthal, the Taliban has taken over a 10th provincial capital in the past week in Afghanistan, but Pentagon Secretary John Kirby tells
9: Fox... The Afghan military has the capability, they have the capacity, they have the advantage over the Taliban, and now's the time for them to use all that.
21: But the militants now control about two-thirds of the country as U.S. troops finish withdrawing from Afghanistan this month.
24: America's listening to Fox News.
21: It's 12 days and counting for Kathy Hochul, New York's Lieutenant Governor, getting ready to replace Andrew Cuomo, who's reluctantly resigning despite still denying he sexually harassed the 11 women whose cases were detailed in the state attorney general's investigation. And like Cuomo, Hochul is a Democrat. Hochul says she talked directly to the outgoing governor.
2: He pledged his full support for a smooth transition.
21: And I thanked him for his service to our state. But she was clear that his resignation was best for New York. She says those who watch state politics already know. The governor and I have not been close. Which makes a clean break easier. But to ensure that, she says the findings of the state attorney general will be a benchmark for a new beginning.
2: No one who is named as doing anything unethical in the report will remain in my administration.
21: Hochul will lay out her vision as governor after she takes the oath on the 24th. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. An Indianapolis police officer is recovering the morning after being shot in the leg responding to a domestic disturbance. A woman and a girl were found to be critically injured at the scene, and a suspected gunman is dead. Fox 59 TV reports police believe he shot himself. A state trooper was injured in Nebraska. An unnamed Nebraska state trooper is out of the hospital after taking a bullet early Wednesday morning during a standoff with suspect Brooks Hacker. The gunman was shot and killed in that encounter. Investigators say Hacker's girlfriend called police after the two got into a heated argument and the 35-year-old fired a shot at her in their home about 100 miles west of Lincoln. She was able to flee to safety. After later exchanging gunfire with state troopers, a SWAT team shot and killed Hacker when he reportedly emerged from his home while holding his firearm. Tom Graham, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures have been mixed the day after the Dow surged 220 points, hitting a new record high, but Nasdaq fell 22 points. I'm Dave this is Fox News. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage.
15: Hello.
21: Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do?
15: Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance.
21: If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number?
15: 772 617 617 six seven seven
19: seven what's the name of our company again
21: my
23: floor insurance broker
12: For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you
1: very much, Madam Announcer. Hour number two for me and you on August the 12th, 2021. Put
20: up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. All
1: right, let me reach down. I'll pull them up.
20: Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man.
1: All right. well, you found my feminine side. I have to get ready for work. All right, why don't you get ready for work and I'll give the timeout. It's seven oh seven.
4: It's now seven oh seven AM.
1: Seven oh seven AM. We are off and running, Bonnie. Good morning to you. It is Thursday and you know what that means. One day closer to the weekend.
5: Yeah, and I think we're gonna make it. I really think we're gonna get there. Especially since we can watch uh, the kids, too, in this uh, Little League World Series Mm. that we've been following. That's
1: right. Mark Rogers, the uh, manager, the guy that uh, is in charge of those 13 baseball players, is going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour today. And we're going to get his take on what it's like and how he got involved and just the whole nine yards of – Of the trek and the journey to Williamsport for him.
5: It's going to be fun to find out how they practiced for this, how long they've been practicing, and Mm -hmm. why these young, talented players are oh so good.
1: Yeah, definitely so. Let's get to birthday. Time for birthdays, anniversaries, and uh, back in the day. Bonnie, what do you have before we get going here? I
5: really don't have anybody to mention on oh. this um, August 12th today.
1: Okay, very good. Uh, <laughs> Bex Taylor Klaus is 27. That's Audrey on MTV Screen. Kara Delevigny, I can't even say the name.
5: How do you spell it?
1: D E L E V I N G N E.
5: Delavane, maybe. Delavane, yeah, with a maybe with a silent. G. All right,
1: well, that's Enchantress in the first Suicide Squad.
5: Okay, well, that's all we need to know then. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield is thirty. That's Darius on Atlanta. Maggie Lawson is forty-one. That's Jules O'Hara, uh, last year's sexy partner on Psych. Casey Affleck is 46, Ben's more talented little brother.
5: Casey Affleck. I'm trying uh-huh. to think, what, what was he in? What was that movie I wanted to see that he was in? Oh, Manchester by the Sea. Yes. And um, I guess I never watched that one because yep. maybe it sounds too chick flick for Gary to watch with me. He was
1: also in... But uh, I'm going to look for that one. Gone Baby Gone. And oh. the Ocean's Eleven movies.
5: Gone Baby Gone, I think his brother Ben was in that too, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And Casey Affleck even was seen a little bit in Goodwill Hunting. Yep. But that's where his uh, brother Ben had a bigger role and um, Matt Damon had the lead role in that movie. Okay.
1: Yvette Nicole Brown is 50. That's Shirley Bennett on Community. Michael Ian Black is also 50. That's McKinley on Wet Hot American Summer. Pete Sampras is fifty years old. Everybody's fifty today. They're becoming a member of the, of the
5: Big Fifty Club. Yeah, the That's Big pretty, Fifty Club, pretty nifty. What was that movie you just mentioned? A Wet Hot Wild Summer. What was?
1: <laughs> um.
5: That's what we should be having. A Wet Hot Wild Summer. Yeah. We should be getting more wet and maybe broadcasting at the beach.
1: Okay. Um. Peter Klaus is fifty-six. That's Adam Braverman on Parenthood. Sir Mixelot. Do you know who that is?
5: A rapper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how old is? Do you know Sir the song? Today? Do you
1: know the song that Sir Mix-a-Lot did?
5: Uh, i You know what? I'm gonna know it when you tell me. Does is it Baby Got Back? Or yes, something ma'am. Like? Baby
1: it? Got Back?
5: All right. Well, why?
1: <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Look at her. Mm-mm.
5: Ah. <laughs>
1: Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Baby got back.
5: And how old would he be today?
1: Fifty-eight years old.
5: Uh, oh, he's he's been a part of the 50 club for a while then.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And when he did baby got back, how old was he? But maybe age 52 or something. That out about 8 or 9 years now already.
1: Mhm. Mhm.
5: Holy man, time does fly.
1: Um Bruce Greenwood is 65. That's Christopher Pike in the Star Trek reboot. Sam Jones, 67 years old today. Star of the 1980s trashy get classic Flash Gordon
5: Ah, movie. that was Sam Jones. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, how about Kid Creole? Remember Kid Creole?
5: I, yeah, I remember of him, um, but I don't really remember a rocker, right? Or was he some sort of rapper too?
1: Um, Kid Creole and the Coconuts.
5: <laughs> Wait now, I gotta. I gotta go look ahead. Out what? Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Go look.
5: They did because I know the name, and I, I'm thinking maybe I should know one of their songs. A stool pigeon was yes. one of them. I'm a wonderful thing, babe.
1: Uh huh.
5: Um, these none of these songs, however, I'm not recognizing them. Um, my male curiosity was another.
1: Your and what curiosity?
5: My male Oh, okay. Male curiosity and there's okay. something wrong in paradise.
1: Okay, very good. Uh, Jim Beaver, 71 years old today. That's Bobby Singer in The Supernatural. George Hamilton, that's the guy that has the freakishly tan body.
5: Yeah, he's always tan. Isn't he? yeah. It's like when you think of George Hamilton, yeah. you can't picture him not being tan. Yep. He always looks like he got right out of one of those tanning
1: boots. Mm-hmm. He's uh, 82 years old. Believe it or not,
5: eighty-two already. Eighty-two, yes. Uh-huh. I gotta see now. I-, I gotta see what he was actually in, because mm-hmm. I've seen the man before, but I can't remember like any of the movies that I would have seen him in. Mm-hmm. Zorro, The Gay Blade, mm-hmm. Love at First Bite, where right. the boys are. He was in The Godfather Three,
1: right? Huh. Uh, today is National International National. It's National International Youth Day. That's where we honor all youth. It's also, and I don't understand this day, it's National Middle Child Day. If you have siblings, you know the rivalry can be very real. So the middle child often gets less attention from busy parents. So I guess you're supposed to honor the middle child. Okay. So we have the youngest, Gavin, the twins are in the middle, and then Darren's the oldest. So
5: do you you pay attention mostly to um, the middle ones, the twins, or less to them?
1: No, no, not at all. Are, I, I hardly see my kids. Or anymore.
5: you don't pay attention. or you don't kind of um favor one kid over another or you've I don't think never I do. done that sort of thing. I don't think I no, do. You'll do you- have to ask my I, wife I that do. one. Or maybe I should ask one of your kids just or ask all one of the them. kids. You if- could
1: just ask them straight up. Yeah. It's National Vinyl Record Day. That means break out your vinyl and start playing your vinyl.
5: Oh, I gotta get I have to get a a record player mm-hmm. and i want one of those mm-hmm. you know just to you know put on the album and hear that scratchiness yeah. of the record
1: wiki 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 <laughs> right and lastly it's world elephant day national world elephant day i that's love that's where elephants. we talk about elephants and elephants i know how much you are, love them I too. i do
5: love them and mm-hmm. uh, they're oh man they uh, they just have a place in my heart they're yep, so sure.
1: special uh good morning you're on the air
5: good
16: morning
1: oh there she is boy like right on cue
16: morning to you it's like
1: you're part of the...
16: actually the reason i was calling is baby got back actually came out almost 30 years ago oh did it really oh, here i said 1992
1: nine. wow oh excuse me thank she's you. a billboard walking book of knowledge
5: <laughs> thank you for specifying that i was like way off with
16: that one would you
1: look up google while you're driving down the road
16: as a matter of fact, I did because I when you when you guys said eight or nine years ago, I was like, "Nope." Uh, my brother sang that when Tammy got married, and Tammy got married in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, nice.
1: I remember that one. Oh. Yeah, that and the Dirty Dog, the Atomic Dog by George Clinton, which we did at our wedding.
16: Oh yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. we did that
1: dance. Everybody got down and started humping the ground.
5: <laughs> oh, I think there. Uh, oh, Gary corrected us too yesterday. I think we were talking about. Uh, joe jackson and stepping, stepping out. out yeah we thought stepping out was his only hit uh-huh but i think he had another one is she really going out with him oh do you remember that one
15: he, no i
1: don't he, kinda,
5: he made a hit with that one too oh. so we were wrong again okay <laughs> but, but we like to be corrected
1: interested yeah i'll take be corrected anytime that's not a problem my wife does it all the time
5: oh you know what evan might have some good news for you for this weekend i do yeah, because of that storm. Oh,
1: yeah, we may we may be going Saturday, by the way. Okay. Because uh, it kicked a little further west, so we'll have to make a conscious decision on uh, on a Friday evening. But uh, going back to what Bonnie and I yeah. were having a conversation about, if I play favoritism to any of the kids. Oh,
16: do you think he does? Do
1: I play favoritism to any of the children? I don't think so. No? No. Okay.
16: Yeah, Evan was
5: honest about that then. He, he said, I really don't think I do. I really don't think I have a favorite or show any favoritism. Oftentimes, like in in families, they do have that. And like you can be on the outside, you can be on the inside of the family, uh, but you can clearly see it, you know, Mm -hmm. when it's happening. I've seen it before.
16: I don't know yeah, if no, it's... I don't, no, I don't really think any of us have really played favorites, but Gavin will tell you, no, I'm the favorite child.
1: Ah. Yeah, he'll be the first to admit it. I'm yeah. the favorite child. But we hardly... You know, it's crazy. Even though Gavin lives at home, we hardly even see him anymore.
5: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We hardly even see him anymore. Between his girlfriend... And the job. ...work, church, and guitar, uh-huh. it's... That's that's the, the four things he lives for.
5: Yeah, that takes up... is taking up all his time. I bet yeah.
1: he's
16: working a, quite a number of hours. Yeah. Of- Well,
1: that's what I was laughing about, too,
16: because I haven't seen you since Tuesday. Me?
1: Yeah, I didn't see you at all yesterday. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Since Tuesday? That's just our lives are that busy. Yeah? Yesterday was church day for Rachel, so she went to work, to church, and I was in bed like, I mean, I was out like a light last Mm
15: -hmm. night.
1: I could have been building a house when you went to bed last night. (laughs) I don't know. Was I snoring when, when you came to bed? Oh
16: okay. But All you right. left, just you, you leave before I get up in the morning and then when I got home, usually we see each other in between me coming home from work and leaving for church, but you were on an airport run. Yeah. And so I left and then by the time I got home you were already in bed.
1: Yeah, that's it. Oh, it's our busy yeah. lives. Yeah, you know it's just crazy.
5: Could you go like go for a whole week without seeing one another too?
1: Oh, easily. Could you I used to do that a long time ago wow. when I did syndicated radio. Yeah. I would be gone. She hated it when <laughs> I would be gone for like a week at a time. Yeah, it it's like forget it. She, I don't know what she, I don't know how you managed to get by a whole week without me.
16: I bet it was a vacation. She, well, she did <laughs> it oh, sure it was.
1: A I mean, it was nice and quiet in the house though, wasn't it?
16: Well, no. I mean, I still had Gavin and the other kids.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, it, yeah. it was um, it was it was an adventure. She didn't like sleeping in that big bed, big bed alone.
16: Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you get night terrors? I don't. I I was at the point where I just couldn't sleep well if he wasn't home. Yeah. Yeah.
5: That's yeah, natural, right?
1: The dog, the, man would, of the, the, the house dog, thing. the dog would lie in my place. <laughs>
5: oh yeah, the dog would become the man of the house. Yeah.
1: yeah nobody would get in that house with that dog that's for sure anyway listen have a great day uh did you take anything out of the freezer by any chance i did not oh well i guess we're not eating dinner
16: i took old
5: chicken out of you know old yeah it was like (laughs) old. it it was one of those fun finds where you look in the back of your freezer and like what are we gonna eat and then i felt the package
16: and it was chicken oh when you get home you can take something out
1: oh okay um Anyway, next topic. Um, uh, you, you know, you know. It's funny you mentioned about old chicken, Bonnie. Yeah. Because we will buy stuff at the store, and we'll buy it before the expiration date, and then we'll freeze it, and it'll stay in the freezer for months. It does. And it doesn't go bad. It doesn't. And you can cook it.
5: You know, yeah. I grilled. Like, um. I got the grill started in the backyard yesterday. Yeah. And made- Charcoal. Made that charcoal and just okay. fired up the grill and made the chicken that had been, nice. gosh, in my freezer. For, you ever had
1: Hawaiian chicken? For quite a
5: long time. No.
1: Hawaiian chicken's really good. It's You have to do it on the grill, though. Is You, you grill chicken, and you, you get some Hawaiian, like a Hawaiian tang sauce, and you put it on the Ooh. chicken. And then when it's all done cooking, you open up a can of pineapple, yeah. and it's already sliced. And you put a slice of pineapple on top of your chicken and let it heat up a little bit, and voila, you've got Hawaiian chicken.
5: I like pineapple on ham mm-hmm. uh, at uh, Easter and Christmas, but I mm. I don't know if I want it on my chicken, but it's pretty good, huh? hmm Yeah? Yep.
1: I don't know.
16: I don't like pineapple.
1: Yeah, she doesn't like pineapple. Oh,
5: really? Not even the um, fresh pineapple that you um, cut with a knife right off the... You know, pineapple that you just picked out of I the I like ground? pineapple
1: chunks, but my pineapple I like has to be like cold. Uh, it's got to be cold out of the fridge. Every, yeah.
16: every time I've had pineapple, I've gotten a sour. I don't think I've ever really had any sweet pineapple.
1: Oh, okay.
5: It doesn't give you a sour stomach.
16: No, it just—it's got like a bitter taste. Oh, the uh, taste yeah, is sour. Yeah, she's had sour pineapples. Oh, wow. uh-huh. All right,
1: hey, we got to run. Um, we got to get to news. You know, we have a, a show to do. Uh, thank you for calling and drive careful. Both hands on the wheel and please don't text and drive. Okay. Right. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Bye bye. <laughs> love that laugh though. That's I got to get that I got to get that laugh recorded. Oh,
5: I'm surprised you don't have it recorded. I know, I got to
1: bring her in the studio and yes. do it. 7:21 right now. It's time for news brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield helping families take control of their health. For more than 75 years, Bonnie's at the news desk with the headlines.
5: Good morning. Teachers and school staff members in St. Lucie County will now be required to wear masks indoors and on buses. On Wednesday, Superintendent Wayne Gent sent an email to staff members informing them of the new policy. This after school board members passed a requirement for students to wear masks with an option to opt out on Tuesday night. On the first day of school, 30 students and two staff members tested positive for COVID-19, according to the school district's dashboard. Superintendent Gent said in his email that approximately 500 students and 90 staff members were quarantined. What remains unclear is whether teachers will be able to provide any exemptions to the new mask rule and what type of masks will be required. In last year's policy, face shields were not acceptable forms of masks. Both the superintendent and the school board chair were unavailable for comment on Wednesday. The state is threatening to withhold the salaries of Broward County school board members after they voted to keep a mask mandate for students in place.
6: We believe this is a decision for the parent uh, to make, just given the the uncertainty about what it means, particularly for a lot of the young kids.
5: Governor Ron DeSantis says board members have until 5 p.m. tomorrow to provide a written response documenting how they will comply with the state's order or they could face sanctions. There's a growing coalition of state and federal officials trying to circumvent the governor's mask mandate ban in public schools. Here's WPTV's Capitol reporter, Forrest Saunders.
7: While most Florida schools are still making masks optional this year, at least two now have mandates without required opt-outs for parents. The state warning and letters both risk financial penalty equal to superintendent and board member salaries.
8: It's just Egregious. I mean, this is America, isn't it?
7: Senator Janet Cruz and her colleagues are working to crowdsource money online to pay losses back. It's the latest effort to encourage districts to ignore the governor and make their own decision on masks.
8: We're just sick and tired of it. What else can we do?
7: Other lawmakers like Rep. Michael Greco, offering their pay.
9: Whatever measly salary I get in the house until that gets
14: resolved.
7: Even the White House is working with Florida's ag commissioner. The press secretary suggesting Tuesday federal COVID relief funds earmarked for schools could fill losses. They're federal funds
22: uh, and they're not under, they're under federal discretion.
7: DeSantis meanwhile continues defending his order as putting parents in charge. He dismissed the federal dollars idea as a
6: misappropriation and warned he won't back down. Obviously, If you're talking about the federal government coming in and overruling parents in our communities, you know, that would be something that we would fight back vociferously against.
7: And allies like CFO Jimmy Patronis. I think the Democrats
3: were trying to pull off a media stunt.
7: Tweeting this, that the crowdsourcing effort by lawmakers could violate state gift
3: laws. You can't pay public officials with money for a policy outcome. You cannot use your official position for political purposes. And and that's the definition of corruption. Cruz, however... Taking that comment in stride.
8: All right, take us to court. Let's see what the judges have to say about trying to pay teachers who've had their pay withheld.
5: Florida Power and Light has reached agreement with representatives of consumers and businesses on a four-year plan that would increase base electric rates and continue the utility's push to add solar energy. The proposed settlement was filed Tuesday at the State Public Service Commission, which will decide whether to approve it. The plan would lead to a $692 million increase in base electric rates in January and another increase of $560 million in 2023, with additional increases in 2024 and 2025 to pay for solar projects. Fred is a tropical depression this morning with maximum sustained winds of 35 miles per hour. National Hurricane Center forecasters say Fred is expected to be near the Florida Keys and South Florida on Saturday. Lastly, a 14-year-old from California named James Savage just became the youngest person to ever swim the entire length of Lake Tahoe, all 21 miles of it. He says he just loves the water, and he's been swimming seven days a week since he was eight years old, but he says that swimming pools are boring. Alden Smith's hopes of continuing his NFL comeback with the Seattle Seahawks are over. The team waived the veteran defensive end, it announced, with sources telling ESPN the move was because of an off-the-field matter. The decision is not football-related, but rather the result of Smith violating the team's trust, according to a source. The 31-year-old Smith has faced alcohol and legal issues for much of his NFL career, including an arrest in April on a second-degree battery charge in Louisiana. Our news time is 6:26 and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
1: 727 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: Well, Evan, traffic has been moving right along quite nicely here on a Thursday morning. No accidents, no tie-ups, and that's what we're seeing for both St. Lucie and Martin counties this morning. There's your latest look at traffic. In Port St. Lucie, we have 78. In Lincoln, New Hampshire,
11: it's 70. Here's our forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s. Some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s. Feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Tomorrow, increasing clouds and rain chances as Fred approaches, highs in the upper 80s. For the weekend, highs in the mid to upper 80s, cloudy, windy and soggy with an 80% chance for showers and storms. Stay with our First Alert weather team for the very latest tropical updates. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
25: Insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468 1009. That's 468 1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, ensuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lott Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lott Insurance Services, 468 1009.
12: Spa. The weight is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The weight is over. Call today, 223 That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa. The wage is over
18: Don't sweat in your boxers Call the AC Doctors At 344-3944 York,
0: install confidence. Contact the AC Doctors, acdoctorsinc.com.
13: You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 731 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and
1: it's time for our weekly visit with Joe Catrebone. He heads up the Stuart Martin Chamber of Commerce. Folks, again, we say this very passionately. If you have a business, you need to become a member of the chamber because the the possibilities are endless, the contacts are endless, the <laughs> the food, the breakfast, the lunch, the dinners, the business after hours. It, it, Bonnie, the list just goes on and on, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, there's just a, such a number of reasons why people should get fired up to be a part of the uh, Martin County Chamber of Commerce.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of without reasons like you mentioned. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, uh joe's on our line right now joe good morning to you good morning you forgot to mention my sparkling personality well that of course you know you saved the best for last so i mean you just tooted your own horn right there
5: but you're right joe how could we forget that sort of thing because you do have one that great personality well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome
1: um so what's been going on at the chamber as of late tell us
9: Evan, we are so busy. It's the busiest I've ever been here in my tenure here since 1989. You know, we're, there's a lot of things going on. Cause I'm interviewing people. We have a few a few job openings that we have to fill. We're pursuing the uh, Career Martin Connect. We met again with the county yesterday, so we're hoping to kick that off sometime in, in September where we start um, doing uh, career Challenges so to speak, jobs uh, helping job seekers and helping employers place job seekers, uh, paid internships for four weeks and things of that nature. we can t- we'll talk more about that at, at another time. we're still uh-huh. going down that road, but we're close to coming to a an agreement with the county to begin that program as I said before the end of September. We had a luncheon yesterday at Martin Downs, which has a new ownership. They did a phenomenal job. It was, it's been remodeled. Uh, we had 100 people for lunch yesterday. The service was great. The food was, was wonderful. We're having our banquet there on September 19th. Uh, so, you know, yesterday was sort of a preview, and we were very impressed with, with the way they responded uh, to our luncheon. So uh, we're, we're in, the, in the budgetary process. Our fiscal year ends September 30th. So we're in the in that uh, in that process, and I, I think I may have mentioned to you. If I hadn't, uh, Cindy is retiring um, on September 30th. Oh wow! And so she she's actually, and I get it. I understand she's retiring, but she's not going to retire. She's going to be working for her husband and, and her husband's family-owned business, which I understand. We all know how much trouble we have hiring help, so. Um, they were having trouble hiring help, but so, so Cindy's going to work for this. And I get it. I understand that. We wish them well and she has been wonderful and been with me well over 20 years and it's going to be a great loss, but we'll move on and, uh, and, and proceed to be as effective as we've always been. Uh, we're also, uh, need a, an events coordinator. We've been interviewing Uh, going through the interview process there. So a lot of things going on and um, we're getting, you know, our banquet, as I said, is September 17th. That's a huge, we'll have 200 people there. So that's a huge undertaking without an events coordinator. Of course, Cindy, Cindy's been handling that for years anyway. But then in, in the meantime, we're getting ready for our home and garden show, which is, I'm sorry, our holiday trade show, which is very popular. We'll have 50 or 60 vendors and, Three or four hundred people attend that, so we're we're preparing for that.
1: Now, are so, you yeah. putting on? Are you putting on that show? Is the chamber putting on that show? Yeah,
9: we do that every year. Yeah, okay, where's it, where's
1: it where's it going to be held at, and when is it? Saint, Give us some Saint information. St
9: Mary's Church Episcopal Church on okay.
1: uh, East Ocean. Okay,
9: and that's where we had our our, our business expo a couple of uh, weeks, a few weeks ago. We had three hundred people there, so uh, very busy. Um, you know, it's interesting. I heard I heard you. Uh, morning talking about the uh, Mark Rogers are going to be your guest at eight o'clock. And so I read the paper this morning and uh, I said to Barb, you know what? I'm going to send out an email blast uh, with that GoFundMe page. Mm-hmm. Now Here's here's the, our kids from Stewart and, and North Martin right. going to Williamsport. It may be the first time ever that we have had. I'm trying to track that down, but I don't think we've ever had a team from Martin County go to the uh, Little League World Series before.
15: Mm-hmm.
9: So we're going to do a GoFundMe. We're going to do an email blast with the GoFundMe page and hopefully nice. raise some money for, for those kids to go out to Williamsport and hopefully come home with the with the World Series championship. We'll I see. Think, I think they have a great chance.
1: Anything, anything is possible. Joe, what's the date of that event you were talking about? Uh, at St. Mary's Episcopal again?
9: Yeah, that's uh, hold on, a November. And this is a, it's November 18th, which is a Thursday. So that's off the normal beaten path for us because as you know, we we normally do our, and this is in conjunction with the business after hours. Mm -hmm. We always do them on Wednesdays. Right. We, with COVID and everything else, we're kind of hamstrung on where on venues we could use. So we could only get St. Mary's on that Thursday night.
1: And this event is called what again?
9: Holiday trade show.
1: The holiday trade show, okay.
9: And that's one of our most popular events. Um, it, you know, it if we, it's obviously geared around the holidays and our, our members who have uh, things to offer for Christmas presents and things of that things of that nature, mm-hmm. whether it be gift certificates or product or uh, or services. So, mm-hmm. as I said, that's always uh, one of our most popular shows.
1: And this will be at St. Mary's Episcopal.
9: Yes. Yes.
1: All right. Very good. I'm just making some yeah. notes here as we're. Uh, can you actually go talking. there
5: and like buy things for the holidays when they? Yeah.
9: Yeah. People do. Yeah. And uh, uh, yes, they do. Uh
16: huh. Holiday and, trade And show. the only thing I
9: can say, uh, Bonnie, is that I I don't I think we've been doing it ten years and it's still popular and we still get a great turnout. So obviously it works not only for for our members who who are just display their wares but obviously our members like it enjoy it and go and buy things and participate so and it sort of kicks off the holiday season for us you know the christmas season for us
5: mm-hmm. it sounds very exciting
9: like yeah that. it is it's yep. great it's a, it's a fun event too mm-hmm. and, and and amy keeps going you know like a bat out of you know what got, i forget <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Had another great week with new members i can share them
1: with you sure definitely please do that's the whole purpose
9: yeah, uh, Obsidian Mortgage. Uh, Lisa Yance is the uh, uh, the principal. Uh-huh. They're in Palm City, and of course, they do mor- mortgage lending services. Uh-huh. An old member—I shouldn't say old—a previous member who saw the light and kind came back to the chamber. I like Willie the way Jeffrey. you put that.
1: Saw the light, <laughs>
9: <laughs> Willie Gary. You know, from Gary William Parente Watson and Gary. Oh yes. You know, the, uh, everybody knows who Willie Gary is, but mm-hmm. anyway, uh, they've come back in as trustee member. Pell Roof Cleaning. Um, Greg Vandergrift is the owner, and they're on Armillini Avenue of Palm City. And of course, they do roof cleaning, rejuvenation cleaning, commercial windows, buildings, um, residential buildings, and windows, etc. Uh, Anthony George, who's been a member for you uh, for years with another firm, but he's went out. He's gone out on his own and opened up his own business, and he does state planning and elder law, wills, trusts, probates, estates, things of that nature. Taub, T-A-U-B Podiatry, Dr. Joseph Taub. They're on Willoughby and uh, Stewart. Uh, obviously, he's a physician of podiatry. AMCO Transmission, Total Care Car Care. Car care. Curtis and Sarah Rasmussen are the owners. Uh, and of course, they do auto repairs, including glass replacement and painting
15: uh-huh.
9: Willis custom yachts used to be American custom yachts They're new owners, uh, and they've joined Mark mark and Doug Willis are the owners, and they're out on Jack James road and Stuart of course, they're builders they do design and manufacturing testing, et cetera, et cetera. Musta pick homes Douglas musta pick is the owner they're in Jupiter. And they're a general contractor. They do design and building. Mm -hmm. So great week, another great week in membership development. Uh, You know, to me, it points to a a recovering, if not steady economy, improving economy. Uh, So things are good.
1: All right. Very good. Um, Do you ever have a cap on how many businesses you take in, or it's literally there's no cap?
9: Yeah, I've capped it at ten thousand. <laughs> We're about ten percent there. <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
1: well, you know, I mean there there's there's a couple of chambers that, that I know of and I'm not gonna say where they are, but they have a cap on how many businesses can join the chamber, believe it or not. Oh, well, yeah.
9: I'd like to be in that I'd like to be in that situation. Right? Uh, Hey, I'm sorry we can't accept it this year. Try us next year. <laughs>
1: wow, that's a that's 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 amazing. Yeah, you know,
9: I honestly I've never heard of that of someone capping a. Why would they do that? Don't get it.
1: I don't. I don't know. Listen, I just know that there's a couple of chambers in in other. I'll I'll say this: they're in other states and they have a cap. They're in small towns. So they have a cap i I don't know i I don't know the reason why or anything like that. I don't ask I just
5: and that cap is awfully snug
1: yeah it's it's definitely <laughs> it's awfully snug definitely. i got
9: i gotta share something funny with you you know would yeah, get, get especially on a, honest this is the truth on a full moon, you never know what kind of phone call you're going to get this is true and and so i'm not i'm sure it's not a full moon, but I got an interest an interesting call yesterday uh <laughs> They wanted to know if I knew anybody in the in the Czech Republic Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> they, were, they needed to talk to somebody in Czech Republic. And uh, anyway, to make a long story short, I looked it up and I gave them. Not only did not only could I give them the name of the the uh, president of the mm-hmm. Czech Republic Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. but he had a video on their website and he speaks English. I would say he give these people his phone numbers, email address, and a video of him speaking English. oh man
5: wow, you just don't know sometime, right? <laughs> you think of the Czech Republic from being you know which it is probably halfway around the world, and uh, would these yeah. people even speak English over there yeah.
9: actually they they were they were looking for contact in Prague, but the best I could do is Czech Republic ah
1: wow, that's nice. amazing. Uh, Joe, people want to reach out to you. Let's give out all the different ways they can reach out to you besides sending up a smoke signal.
9: Okay, and we respond to those, too. Okay, very good. I have to be outside to read it, though.
1: Yes, for sure.
9: So it's 772-287-1088. My extension is 108. Okay. Any of our staff would be willing to speak with you and help you. I would love to speak with you. If you have a question, just call me, uh, or you go on our website, StuartMartinChamber.org.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds very good. Of course, StuartMartinChamber.org. And of course, you can reach Joe through. Uh, Joe, did you give out your email? If not, give out your email as well so people can sure, email it's you.
9: JCAT, J C A T, at StuartMartinChamber.org.
1: All right. Very good. Very good. Or
9: come by our office at 1650 South Kenner Avenue. Take a look and we'll give you a cup of coffee or a coat, whatever you you'd you prefer and we can sit down and chat
1: beautiful offices folks they have a gorgeous conference room i've been there i've seen joe's personal office and i felt like i was in uh the president of the united states mm-hmm. office when i walked into joe's office i was Just blown because away because they
9: play Hail to the chief when you walk in i know right
1: tell me about it anyway <laughs> i like that i like that joe listen always fun times on the phone really enjoy having you on um, again, folks, make sure and reach out to the chamber if you have a business out there. Our very special guest is Joe Catcherbone. He don't heads. Forget,
9: up. Don't forget next week's our, uh, our is is uh, Morning Joe.
1: Oh, that's right. Wait a minute. Let me check my calendar real quick. I got to make sure it's on the calendar. Um, hold on. Let me double check here got to make sure god I wouldn't want to miss that I wonder that. how many
5: members are going to join the Zoom meeting next week if um you know with getting back to school and got it. people getting back into the routine of things we'll probably see some more members next week
1: Hey listen send out an email to all the members saying if you do not participate in Morning Joe you're going Good to be a, you're no you're going to be assessed a $50 payment due <laughs> There you go
9: Okay it's still a little bit – well, the school is back now. You know, last month was was disappointing, but, you know, people on vacation in the yeah. summer months, the dog days, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully we'll get back to our 20, 22, 25 people on Zoom. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. You're All right. right, that sounds on. good. That sounds okay, good. Guys. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Joe. Always a pleasure to have you on. Have great week. All right, you too. Take care. Bye-bye now. 7.45. <laughs> It's news time once again. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie, standing by at the news desk with the headlines.
5: Thank you, Evan. Well, in Martin County, about half of the students at J.D. Parker Elementary School were wearing masks as they walked to the first day Of school yesterday. At Stewart Middle, less than two miles away, a few students were wearing a mask as they waited outside and greeted their friends. Some, however, said they were going to mask up once they got indoors. Across town at Palm City Elementary, about 50% of students were wearing masks, a parent said. That all came as no surprise to district spokesperson Jennifer DeShazzo. While the district was unable to say exactly what percentage of students wore masks Wednesday morning, officials expect it to vary from campus to campus, she said. The CDC reports that Florida reported over 24,700 COVID cases on Monday. And the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services reported over 15,400 hospitalizations. Both are new
14: records. COVID booster shots are under the microscope. A CDC prevention advisory panel's meeting Friday to discuss considerations for booster doses of COVID-19 vaccines. This is the U.S. deals with a summer spike thanks to the Delta variant. ER Dr. Darian Sutton says we need to think about people who haven't had their first shot first before we talk about boosters.
10: There are many people around the world that are desperate for their first shot. So we have to think about equity before giving our third shot to some of our citizens.
14: Right now, there's no indication the general public needs a booster. These vaccines are continuing to prove effective as the breakthrough rate of those who require hospitalization and deaths remains below 1%. Wendy Grossman, Miami.
5: There's a growing coalition of state and federal officials trying to circumvent the governor's mask mandate ban in public schools. WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders with the story.
7: While most Florida schools are still making masks optional this year. At least two now have mandates without required opt-outs for parents. The state warning and letters both risk financial penalty equal to superintendent and board member salaries.
8: It's just Egregious. I mean, this is America, isn't it?
7: Senator Janet Cruz and her colleagues are working to crowdsource money online to pay losses back. It's the latest effort to encourage districts to ignore the governor and make their own decision on masks.
8: We're just sick and tired of it. What else can we do?
7: Other lawmakers like Rep. Michael Greco, offering their pay.
9: Whatever measly salary I get in the house until that gets resolved
7: even the white house is working with florida's ag commissioner the press secretary suggesting tuesday federal covid relief funds earmarked for schools could fill losses
22: they're federal funds uh, and they're not under they're under federal
6: discretion
7: desantis meanwhile continues defending his order as putting parents in charge he dismissed
6: the federal dollars idea as a misappropriation and warned he won't back down obviously if you're talking about the federal government coming in and overruling parents in our communities, you know that would be something that we would fight back vociferously against.
7: And allies like CFO Jimmy Patronis. I think the Democrats were trying to pull off a media stunt. Tweeting this, that the crowdsourcing effort by lawmakers could violate state gift laws.
3: You can't pay public officials with money for a policy outcome. You cannot use your official position for political purposes. And that's the definition of corruption. Cruz, however... Taking that comment in stride.
8: All right, take us to court. Let's see what the judges have to say about trying to pay teachers who've had their pay withheld. It is now
5: one month since the start of the Cuban protest calling for freedom on the island. These protests are historic because Cubans are calling for an end to the dictatorship that has lasted for 62 years. Since the start of the protests in July, Cuban-Americans took to the streets in the U.S. in solidarity with people on the island. Among the largest protests in South Florida was when demonstrators made their way on Interstate 95 in West Palm Beach, resulting in Traffic coming to a standstill near Okeechobee Boulevard. President Biden continues to face pressure over the issue. Cuban Americans and some Republican politicians have called for President Biden to help Cuba in a bigger way. Last month, Republican politicians called for the president to grant the island free access to the internet. As video started surfacing on the Internet about what was happening on the island, the regime cut all Internet access for the country. The Internet is still not accessible to the public. Fred is a tropical depression this morning with maximum sustained winds of 35 miles per hour. National Hurricane Center forecasters say Fred is expected to be near the Florida Keys and South Florida on Saturday. And lastly, Stevie Nicks has canceled appearances at five music festivals citing coronavirus concerns. Nicks has been scheduled to headline one day each of Bottle Rock Napa Valley in California and the Jazz Aspen Festival in Colorado in September. In October, she was to have played two days of the Austin City Limits Music Festival and one day of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. (laughs) Well, the Rays' five-game winning streak came to an end with a 20-8 loss to the Red Sox at Fenway Park. Lewis Brinson homered twice as the Marlins blanked the Padres 7-0 to, to avoid a sweep in San Diego. Our news time is 7.51 with weather and traffic together coming up.
1: Seven fifty three right now on the get up and go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie.
5: No accidents, no tie-ups. So if you gotta get there by eight thirty, you should arrive on time. We have just had been having a nice smooth ride on our roadways this morning and the latest from F H P it's still looking that way. Drive safely, your latest look at traffic. 83 right here in Stewart and in Port St. Lucie at 79.
11: Here's more on our forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s. Some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s. Feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Tomorrow, increasing clouds and rain chances as Fred approaches, highs in the upper 80s. For the weekend, highs in the mid to upper 80s, cloudy, windy and soggy with an 80% chance for showers and storms. Stay with our First Alert weather team for the very latest tropical updates. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
20: Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772 204
23: with any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Culhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress. Better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida
12: SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com.
20: The Marlins travel to San Diego Monday through Wednesday, returning home with the Cubbies Friday through Sunday on WSTU. The Mets host the Dodgers Saturday night and Sunday afternoon on WPSL. The St. Lucie Mets travel to Dunedin Friday at 610 on WPSL with Adam McDonald. Major League Baseball is brought to you by the Indian River State College Athletic Department. Seacoast Air Conditioning, Las Brisas, Mexican Restaurant in Fort Pierce, knees Air, Hoskins, Turco, White & Lloyd, St. Lucie Draft House, and Board of Blue.
13: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
1: 757 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Coming up a little bit after 8 o'clock, we're going to have the, uh, the manager of the Martin County Little League team that's on their way to Williamsport, Mark Rogers, is going to be joining us. Bonnie, for a conversation on their, their trek and how it all got started this year.
5: Yes Evan and you know you can understand it's just been a busy time for the team and a busy time for mr. Rogers yeah. and we're really glad that he's able to squeeze some time into that busy schedule and join us this
1: morning yep I'm sure they're traveling in a caravan of vehicles or, a, or or greyhound buses that they've chartered. I'm not sure how they're getting there and and I want to pick his brain and and find out and and of course you know Mark is he's also a uh, professional uh sports manager he has a sports management firm that he is an agent for many athletes such as the Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson oh, and the Cleveland Indians pitcher Andrew Miller as well so this guy is this is top notch man it doesn't get any better than this i
5: wonder if he's like an agent like tom cruise played in to in uh jerry Maguire,
1: <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
5: with cuban uh, cuba Gooden jr so i'm not sure when we get on the phone with him we got to say show me the money yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he shows uh russell wilson to have russell wilson uh in his agency that's yeah. uh wow he is uh really he's really big and up there <laughs> yeah he's up
1: there. he's up there there's a lot of uh a lot of sports agents there's uh drew Rosenhaus who's out of miami Uh, who handles a lot of the uh, top athletes as well. But uh, we're going to be talking to Mark Rogers here in just a little bit after the news, so don't go anywhere. Uh, Really excited for that right here at WSTU-Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next, and the band played on.
21: as today authorizing a third COVID vaccine dose, a booster shot to Americans with compromised immune systems. California is the first state to require teachers to get a COVID vaccine. Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. We think this is a sustainable way to keeping are schools open? Now, some schools that have already opened for the new year shut down and switched to temporary remote learning already because of COVID cases in class. The latest: fifth graders at a Cobb County, Georgia school. As school districts in Texas and Florida spar with governors over school mask mandates, but Republican Congressman Jim Jordan tells Fox, I don't want to hear anything about COVID cases in Florida, mask mandates in New York, vaccine passports. I don't want to hear anything about that until the Biden administration deals with the crisis they created on our southern border. COVID cases have spiked in an. Un- going migrant surge. The head of Homeland Security heads to the border today. Fox's Evan Brown has more live. Dave, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is scheduled to travel to southern Texas to Brownsville, where he will meet with Border Patrol officials and receive an in-person briefing about the continuing problem with migrants crossing illegally into the U.S. from Mexico. At least 210,000 crossed illegally in July alone. And while in Brownsville, Mayorkas will also meet with uh, local officials and take questions from reporters, Dave. And the Taliban has taken over a 10th provincial capital in Afghanistan.
18: We're certainly watching this with uh, with deep concern. There's no question uh, that the security situation on the ground is,
19: is deteriorating.
21: Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby tells Fox as U.S. troops finish withdrawing this month, Afghan forces have the capability to fight back. States will get key data today from the 2020 census that showed the U.S. population of 331 million people. They'll use the info to
24: reshape legislative districts. America's listening to Fox News. Oh, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Scott, is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I um live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
21: President Biden's doing a good job, according to just over half the people just surveyed by Fox. That's his overall approval. It's not as good on specific issues. Only about a third give him good marks on immigration and border policy. And a new Fox News poll finds the president's approval rating on the economy is down four points since June to 47%. But he's still pushing a trillion dollar infrastructure plan and a $3.5 trillion dollar budget. That's Fox's Peter Doocy. That budget concerns other Democrats, as more than 80% of Americans are also concerned about inflation.
2: Democratic Senator Joe Manchin is balking at the price tag, saying it's irresponsible to spend that kind of money when the economy is in danger of overheating. During remarks in the East Room, the president said his administration is taking steps to bring consumer prices down.
18: We will keep a careful eye
21: on inflation each month. And trust the Fed to take appropriate action if and when
18: is needed.
2: The President said the Federal Trade Commission is watching for shady practices in the U.S. gasoline market. The national average price for a gallon of gas is about a dollar higher than this time last year. At the White House, Rachel Sutherland. Fox News.
21: On Wall Street, stock futures are up slightly the day after another Dow record high. It'll look like something out of a movie, a game that'll be on Fox TV tonight. You may remember the line from the
7: 1989 classic. If you build it, he will come. Well, after COVID-19 and subsequent cases forced MLB to scrap the Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa last year. The originally scheduled clubs are back to square off as the New York Yankees take on the Chicago White Sox. Both teams sporting throwback jerseys with the game taking place in front of 8,000 fans from
25: all across Iowa with stalks of corn taking up beyond the outfield wall as if right out of the movie. Chicago White Sox skipper Tony La Russa not taking part due to a family obligation. You can tune
7: into Fox at 6 p.m. Eastern for coverage of the MLB at Field of Dreams game.
21: That's Matt Napolitano. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News.
20: IRSC pioneering off the first of 41 pioneer broadcast November 1st against Palm Beach State at 5:30 on both WPSL and WSTU. The best classic features Tallahassee and IRSC Friday, November 5th at 7:30, and Daytona State Saturday, November 6th at 4. Miami Heat and Orlando Magic also tip off in November. 2022 IRSC Heat and Magic are brought to you by Indian River State College Athletic Department, Las Brisas Mexican Restaurant in Fort Pierce, air Circle, Noise, Conditioning, Max Ducky, Stewart, elder law attorney, and stimulus of Stewart.
13: Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 7722209788 and now broadcasting live from their palatial studios here are your hosts Evan and Bun. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is
1: August the 12th, 2021. You people ready to have some fun? Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Hey, who's ready to have some fun? Well, we are ready to have some fun. What time is it now? I can tell you exactly what time it is now. It is 8.07 on The Big Show. Mr. Clock, would you certify that?
4: It's now 8.07 a.m.
1: That's right. 8.07 a.m. right here on The Big Show. And boy, let me tell you, Palm City is in the news. That's right. Martin County is in the news because there is a team that has made it to the Little League World Series, and their manager, Mark Rogers, who is the founding partner and General Counsel of Frontline Athlete Management, who handles negotiations for such superstars as Seattle Seahawks quarterback... Russell Wilson and Cleveland Indians pitcher Andrew Miller as well is joining us on our line right now. He serves as the vice president of the Martin County North Little League and as the director of the North Stars Baseball, a nonprofit organization that was established in 99 to offer young baseball and softball players the opportunity to hone their skills through professional instruction in off-season tournaments um the the resume goes on and on he's married to his lovely wife karen's got a couple of kids and more importantly he's a manager of this team bonnie
5: yes he is indeed and awesome performances have been going on as well except for one yesterday except for
1: one yesterday but that's okay because they're gonna rebound (laughs) they're gonna rebound mark's on our line right now mark we're so excited to have you here
25: well, thank you, Evan. I appreciate it. Listen, I got to correct you on two things. Unless right. Andrew Miller got traded last
1: night, he's with the Cardinals now. Oh, okay. Then this so is an old okay. an old thing. Okay, all right. That's
25: okay. And you know what? In deference to the other three children, I have, I, I, I got to let you know I've got five, not a couple, because I, I feel bad. To try. The other three might ask, which one were they? Were you not counting? You know? <laughs> so, anyway, well, I I, I want to set the record straight. Those, those in, on the Treasure Coast who know me know better. So, well, anyway, I, I consider
1: I consider a couple five anyway. So why not? Well, I've got well, there four. You, <laughs> well,
25: you know what? Now, you obviously don't have five children. So <laughs> I don't know how you're counting.
1: I got but, I got four. I'm yeah. I'm real close to. You. But anyway, okay, it's well, so it, it's so go. good to have you here, man. And what a what a great uh, this is a got to be the wildest ride that you've ever been on in your entire life.
25: Well, you know what—that's it, it, interesting. It's it, yes, that puts some perspective, and it's certainly from a coaching perspective.
1: Mm-hmm.
25: It is, uh, you know, and, and for a lot of reasons, right? It's, uh, you know, I, I don't have a son on the team. Neither, neither of my other coaches do either. Right. Uh, so, so we're really, you know, we're somewhat agnostic to the kids. There isn't, you know, this. Sometimes you hear the term "daddy ball" and those sorts of things. So, there's right. really none of that going on. So it, it's peculiar in that regard. We we had never coached these kids before. I uh-huh. didn't know any of them before the season started. Wow. And so, you know, what we did is when we started, we told the kids we were gonna we were gonna give them the high school experience. All of us have coached high school sports and the high school experience being, hey, you're a freshman in high school, the coach doesn't know you, today's the first day of tryouts, who are you? You know, we did, we, we kinda had a sense who we had, but who are you? Who do you wanna be? We let every kid try out for every position. You know, we spent a week just evaluating them and getting it, a, you know, a feel for their skill set. So we had that circumstance. So, yeah, it's a little wild in that regard. And then you have COVID. You know, this is, you know, last year there was no Little League World Series. Right. You know, this year there is. Um, and, and you know, baseball was cut short. So these kids really had, they lost a year of, of their Little League careers because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, here we are, we're, we're still in Warner Robins, even though we're finished playing here. But here we are, and we get tested every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you probably heard some stories about some teams that have been, home, been sent home because they had positive tests. Right. So you know, you have you know, you have one opponent on the field, and you have one opponent off the field every day. And the, the opponent off the field is the is the one you can't see. It's COVID, but it's out there, and it's you know, it's a, it's menacing for sure. Mark. Uh, so it's been yeah, So that makes it wild. But then. You know, here we are. We've been together since late May,
15: mm-hmm. and
25: and and you know the kids, you know the kids in our community started school yesterday, right? And uh, I've got thirteen that are truant right now. <laughs> um, so, I, 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 you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I my parents are a little nervous, but the, the schools and the, and the the principals and the guidance counselors have been very, very understanding. And right. Obviously, they're they're proud of these kids, but so yeah, it's it's wild in that regard. And then you know, at the end of the day, you know, you forget. Uh, people forget. That, that they're just a bunch of 12, 11 and 12 year old boys, right. you know what I mean? And, and right. everything that comes with that. And, uh, so it's wild for them because it's, a, you know, we often use the term once in a lifetime, once in a lifetime, this is truly once in a lifetime because wow. you're only 12 once, you only get to do this, you know, really one time. And, uh, it, so it's, it, it, yeah, it's been wild. It's been, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a roller coaster, but mostly the ups, very few downs. And, uh, it's been exciting. It's been enjoyable for sure.
5: So, if these boys have been off for like a whole season because of COVID nineteen, what was the process? What? How much time did they have to practice on the field? And you know, did you have to put a lot more time and effort getting reorganized again?
25: You know, Bonnie, that, that's a, that's a great question. I, I think that by and large, I think you know it was a it was a countrywide situation where you know. The world stopped. I mean, the world that we knew, right, for all of us, it just it stopped. You know, we stopped. Churches closed and schools were, were going, closed and went virtual. And, and, you know, youth sports and youth activities certainly deserve to take a backseat to the things in our lives that were a priority, which were our families and our health and, and our, our well-being, you know, some mental and emotional well-being. But, you know, once we got that, we started trickling back out there and so forth. Um, yeah, it took some catching up. I mean, there's no question. That, but these kids, um, you know, kids are resilient. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's it's once they got back on the field and we got back, it's in, in the early spring. Now, this All-Star team's only been together since late May. But they played in our rec league at, at Martin County North Little League,
15: mm-hmm. you know,
25: starting in late January. So, you know, the coaches were patient. Every, every, every kid was kind of starting in a different place. But by the middle of our regular season, you could see it coming back pretty well and and the baseball got better and better and uh and I think that's what we've seen this summer with these kids they're you know a lot of them have played uh um, travel ball as well so they play outside of our league in the off season and uh so they they've played a fair amount of baseball and uh so it didn't take as long as you think it might um I tell you it was it was easier to bring them back Um, coming out off of of all of the quarantines and the situations we have than it would be from a major injury that you know athletes sometimes go through when you don't know physically whether you can compete anymore
1: now take us through this whole trek to where you are today uh, just very briefly this is the best of the best of this age division so this team was put together by uh, it was a couple of kids from each of the different teams, and this is how you get the all- star team, correct?
25: Yeah, yes, sir. We have so we have um, seven, we had seven teams in our major league this year. okay so <laughs> basically how we do it in our league is is we sit down with the, the seven managers and we you know we talk about the kids and we try to put together the best the kids that are most deserving and and you know the kids who have the best season, the kids who, who together will make the best team. And uh, yeah, there's you know, like I coached a team this year in our league directly our called the Cubs, mm-hmm. and I have two of my players from the Cubs are on this team, but mm-hmm. you know we have one or two players, I don't think we have I think we have three from just one team, but um you know basically one or two players from each of the seven teams comprise our thirteen players, and uh you know that's how that's how we put the team together, but you know those thirteen kids had never played together wow and and you know we and you know the other obviously, I mentioned it earlier in the conversation. I we had never coached these kids. We we knew we knew what we saw during the regular season, but uh-huh. never really had a chance to truly evaluate them in, a, in kind of a in, a in a kind of evaluating evaluation setting. Um, and it, it was it was an intriguing process. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of a lot of talent, um, you know, good attitudes. I feel like we've got a team of old souls. Um, they they have a kind of an old school uh, work ethic mentality. Um, you know, we have worked very very hard. Um, you know, all, you know, except for yesterday's fifth inning, um, you know, we we have had you know we've had a we've had I think we played what 18 games, which is probably the most in the country of any of these teams. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know we we've had a good ride. We've played some really really good baseball. We were, you know, we had won seven games in a row to get to yesterday. Mm-hmm. And and in, in you know in four state champions, in, in at the state championship in four games we committed one error in total in four wow. games, which is that's amazing. And then here. You know, we we, 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 we were stellar for, for really two and a half games. We we were by far the best defensive team here. And our win Monday night, you know, against Georgia to get us to Williamsport, uh, you know, was as good a defensive effort as you'll see from 12-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. We so very proud mm-hmm. of what they were doing.
1: Now, I'm looking at the brackets right now online, and I'm I'm seeing that your, your team is going to be going up against the Great Lakes on August the 20th, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, on, on, on that – that the uh, Friday mm-hmm. and then that game's going to be on ESPN at three o'clock in the afternoon, and you're actually going to be in the main stadium for that game, yes. correct?
25: Yes, sir. That's mm-hmm. going to be a
1: wild experience for those kids. that are going to when they walk in there, the I would love to see their faces when they they see that stadium.
25: Well, you know it's it, it, yes, I you know that you you grow up playing baseball, you grow up watching the Little League World Series, and you yeah. think oh I'd love to get there someday. So yeah, you know that experience. Um, You know, it's funny. I'm I'm 62 years old, and I've coached I've coached little league uh, baseball for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's something that I've always watched it, and I always have told. It's funny. I have told I've coached all my children's teams, and yeah. we always had a joke. I mean, I was never I wasn't going to go to Williamsport. I wasn't going to visit Williamsport unless I took a team with me. Yeah. And uh, and that was you know, and and so it's going to be a special moment for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but for our kids. You know, it's, it's, you know, really it's, it's the Mecca of, of kids baseball, right? Yeah. It's, it, it, and yeah, the, their faces. I think when we pull up in a bus on uh, a Friday evening, this Friday, shoot, day after tomorrow, um, actually tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. yeah, tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow. By days before, <laughs> because the whole summer is month is baseball. Um, but we pull into that when, you know, there's a, there's a hill that above the stadium and, and that's where the gate is and then you, yeah. and you drive down into the stadium. And I've only seen pictures of it, but I'm told about it. And when we're sitting at the at top of that hill looking into the stadium mm. of sometime early tomorrow evening, I can't yeah. wait to see the kids' faces as we pull in Being, and down that hill. Oh, go ahead, Bonnie.
5: Being that they are only 12 years of age, like you said, do you see like a, a big difference from when they're playing in Palm City to when they get on, on the field where they are there? And even knowing that they're on ESPN, do you see like a difference in, in their nervousness?
25: You know, it, it, it's that's a really that's a great question. I we were talking about this. The coaching staff and I were talking about this Monday night after our game. One of the concerns we had, we played on national TV. We played on ESPN two on Monday night at seven o'clock, so mm-hmm. kind of in a prime time hour. And um, you know, and and the kids knew that. And but the, you know, they had they had auxiliary lighting at the stadium to light it up more because it was a national TV game. And you know, the, they 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 saw all of the activity, all the cameras, all the. You know, they did a lot of special things that you don't see at a regular game. And we wondered if the moment would be bigger than them. And it wasn't. I mean, I think they handled it. Once they got on the field and started throwing the baseball and started doing what they do naturally, I I think they were able to block it all out, which was impressive. It was all business.
5: Amazing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was all business. It definitely was. So now to get to the big game, game number – let me look on the bracket here. It's it's game number 30. That's like the big – the big game on August 29th at three o'clock in the afternoon. You have got to win four games. Is that correct? The way I yes, look sir. at the bracket, yes, sir. Okay, all right. So we want to just, you know, we want to just take a moment and and wish you, your other coaches, the rest of the kids. Man, we're going to be praying for you guys. Everybody's going to be rooting for you guys, and make sure and and tune into the tube on August the twentieth three o'clock in the afternoon on ESPN, not ESPN two. This is ESPN. This is real deal. And you're going to see the hometown team from Palm city. Okay. Managed (laughs) by Mark Rogers and his comrades, Mm. the other coaches as well. And Mark, man, my hat is off to you, man. Great job. Great job with these kids.
25: Well, listen, thank you. A couple of things. Those coaches, Craig Sacavino, Brent Martin have been great for us. People in our community know them because Mm -hmm. they've, they've worked and coached at the high school level yeah. there but the other thing is we're we're doing some fundraising mm-hmm. um, there's a, we have a goFundMe page we're trying to raise some money to help defray the, the, the cost of, please, of, give all of this. please give it out please give it out for our you listeners know what? I'll, I'll I'll send you the link okay and if you can send it out to your to to your listeners here in a little while that would be great because we're sure trying will. to help the families with the expenses and you know it's it's a, been a very expensive summer for this for this program yeah. and uh we're just trying to help out so yeah. if anybody can you know, $5, $10 here and there go a long way. It to does help this process. It
1: really does. Now, just very quickly, how did you guys get from Palm city to where you are? And then from where you are to Williamsport, did you guys have to charter a bus for the whole week?
25: <laughs> you know, we did, we, we, we got two vans, passenger vans, large ones. Okay. And we drove up together kind of to stay in a COVID bubble. Cause we had been very, very careful with all of that social distancing and right. hand washing and all right. of those sorts of things, wearing right. masks. Right. We drove up to Warner Robins, um, Last week uh, we got here on, on Wednesday, and so it's been. We've been here over a week now. Uh, we're staying at up the, the hotel that literally puts us up here, and then they provide all the ground transportation here. Now we are still in Warner Robins, and we leave early tomorrow morning. We were supposed to fly, uh, go. We were going to take a bus to Atlanta and and fly Atlanta, Philly, and then drive in a bus from Philly to Williamsport. Mm-hmm. They ended up giving us the option. Uh, to do a charter bus instead to wingsport and we chose that simply because of the, what what's going on with the Delta variant mm-hmm. and and with COVID, and we just felt we've been so darn careful. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, commercial travel with twelve year old boys who are not accustomed to it, mm-hmm. uh, we felt like maybe it was a little bit risky being Great in the airport, choice. being on a plane with with with, with strangers and so forth. That yeah. as far as covid was concerned so we're going to take the 12-hour bus ride which is fine it's not you know that's not an inconvenience when you're going to Williamsport no. Pennsylvania to play in the Little League World Series no not at all that, Any way you can luck.
1: any way you can get there Mark again thank you so much for joining us and and you know your hometown grown right here you and the coaches right here in Martin County we really appreciate it and again the best of luck to you guys all right,
25: Evan, Bonnie, thank you for your time, and thanks for all the great work you do for our community. It's our pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Okay,
1: I right, Take care. Bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report, uh, brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold is opening up at $1,746.80 an ounce. Silver opening up at $23.31 an ounce. It's Precious Metals Report, brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Here's Bonnie with the headlines.
5: The Broward County School Board is defying a state order by keeping a mask mandate for students in place.
6: But obviously we believe that the parent rather than the government should ultimately be able to make that decision.
5: Governor Ron DeSantis is giving board members a deadline of 5 p.m. tomorrow to explain how they will comply with the state's order to face sanctions, including a loss of their salaries. An unnamed bidder is reportedly offering up to $120 million for the Champlain Tower's South collapse site in South Florida. A judge is pushing for the sale of the property to compensate victims. Teachers and school staff members in St. Lucie County will now be required to wear masks indoors and on buses. On Wednesday, Superintendent Wayne Ghent sent an email to staff members informing them of the new policy. This after school board members passed a requirement for students to wear masks with an option to opt out on Tuesday night. On the first day of school, 30 students and two staff members tested positive for COVID-19 according to the school district's dashboard. Superintendent Ghent said in his email that approximately 500 students students, and 90 staff members were quarantined. What remains unclear is whether teachers will be able to provide any exemptions to the new mask rule and what type of masks will be required. In last year's policy, face shields were not acceptable forms of masks. Both the superintendent and the school board chair were unavailable for comment on Wednesday. The CDC reports that Florida reported over 24,700 COVID cases on Monday and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services reported over 15,400 hospitalizations. Both are new records. COVID booster shots are under the microscope.
14: A CDC Prevention Advisory Panel's meeting Friday to discuss considerations for booster doses of COVID-19 vaccines. This is the U.S. deals with a summer spike thanks to the Delta variant ER Dr. Darian Sutton says we need to think about people who haven't had their first shot first before we talk about boosters.
10: There are many people around the world that are desperate for their first shot. So we have to think about equity before giving our third shot to some of our citizens. Right
14: now, there's no indication the general public needs a booster. These vaccines are continuing to prove effective as the breakthrough rate of those who require hospitalization and deaths remains below 1%. Wendy Grossman, Miami. Pool repairman Joel from
5: J.D. Pool Clean used to handle his own phone calls. But since the start of the pandemic, the demand for his business has dramatically increased. I had to hire someone to answer phones, said Joel, the owner of J.D. Pool Clean in Port St. Lucie. Demand is higher than it has been before. Since everyone was home, people weren't going on vacation and the places they used to go were closed. The result? More Treasure Coast residents thought it was a good time to add a pool to their backyards, and those who already have pools committed to making repairs if needed. The pandemic also brought hurdles for all fields of the construction industry, with the pool... Subset being no exception, building materials and equipment have been more difficult to get. The process for building a pool used to take 12 to 14 weeks, said Kaylin May, vice president of JM Pools in Port St. Lucie. Now it takes 16 weeks to five and a half months but we let every customer know that up front. The pool industry for the foreseeable future is balancing unprecedented demand with a lack of supply and a waiting list filled with hopefully patient customers. We put off new consultations until September 15, and we're not digging until 2022, May said. And lastly, Jeopardy! has announced two permanent hosts. Executive producer Mike Richards will host the regular nightly syndicated show. And by Bialik from The Big Bang Theory will be hosting primetime specials and spin-offs for ABC. <music> Milwaukee Brewers right-hander Corbin Burns tied a major league record by striking out 10 consecutive batters. During Wednesday night's 10-0 blowout win over the Cubs at Wrigley Field, Burns is 26, and he shares the record with Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Aaron Nola, who pulled the feat against the New York Mets in June, and Hall of Famer Tom Seaver, who set the mark against the San Diego Padres in 1970. Newstime 829 with weather and traffic together next.
17: imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicated to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at
0: discoverwellmed.com and Blue
1: Shield Association. 8.30 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Bonnie?
5: Well, on the turnpike southbound of us down by Jupiter, there's a hit-and-run crash. This is southbound on the turnpike at mile marker 116 Jupiter. There's not any roadblock following that hit-and-run crash. So if you're heading down that way, uh, traffic is uh, moving through okay at least. And other areas, including St. Lucie County right now, the uh, roads are looking fine. If you see something, say something. Call us at 220-9788, 220-WSTU. And we have 80 degrees right here in Stewart in Deming, New Mexico at 69 Here's our forecast
11: at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s. Some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s. Feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Tomorrow, increasing clouds and rain chances as Fred approaches. Highs in the upper 80s for the weekend. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Cloudy, windy and soggy with an 80% chance for showers and storms. Stay with our First Alert weather team for the very latest tropical updates. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
10: How much do you know about investing in equities, mutual funds, fixed, index, or variable annuities? How about managed accounts? Did you know many people use all of these and for different reasons in order to diversify and be successful with their goals? Truth is, there's no one solution for anyone's retirement. What about the fees, risk, liquidity? This is Denny Artachi, an independent financial planner with over 27 years of experience. If you'd like a transparent, non-sugar-coated education on your choices, then give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. It won't cost you anything just to talk. And don't you really want to know more? Call me. It's my passion, and I'm here to help. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC.
13: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
1: 834 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Without further ado, here's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. Good morning, Randy.
26: Good morning to you, sir. From 1960, NASA placed into orbit a big balloon. Yep, it was a balloon satellite with metal. And as a result of that, they were able to bounce off radio signals the first time they communicated from space that way. The first transmission using the Echo satellite was from Homedale, New Jersey, bouncing off signals from Goldstone, California. Highly successful mission. 1962, the Soviet Union at the time launched Pavel Popovich into orbit in their Vostok 4 spacecraft. It made a close approach to another vehicle which had another cosmonaut in it in space. In 1977, we had the first glide flight taking place for the Space Shuttle. Space Shuttle was on top of a 747 and then it was released for the first time to make a glide flight back to Edwards Air Force Base. In 2005, NASA launched its Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter, and that orbiter continues to give us data from the red planet. 2018 saw the launch of the Parker Solar Probe as we continue to learn more about our sun. Well, the astronauts on board the International Space Station welcomed a new piece of equipment this morning. The North American Grumman, Cygnus, Spacecraft, the SS Ellison Ozuka, was plucked from the sky, if you will, by Megan MacArthur, who was inside the cupola. She used the Canadarm2 robot arm to grapple Cygnus at just about 6:10 in the morning, and flight engineer Shane Kimbra was monitoring the spacecraft activity as well. Now, ground controllers. Will continue the last part by berthing that vehicle to the Unity module. And then they will start getting a lot of experiments from that spacecraft. Oleg Novitsky and Peter Dubrov are gathering excess Russian hardware that will eventually be disposed of in the Cygnus module. Akihiko Hoshide and flight engineer Mark Vanderheek continue servicing U.S. spacesuits ahead of a spacewalk to prepare the Port 4 truss surface for rollout solar arrays. So a lot going on on the space station now. Boeing engineers are continuing their troubleshooting of the Starliner propulsion system. You may recall that Starliner was supposed to launch about a week ago, But that launch was delayed because of valves that were open. There were seven valves that did not operate properly, and now they're still trying to find out exactly why it happened. So they're going over all the data, and they will definitely duplicate what actually happened and then fly that particular mission. Cosmonauts are checking out the science module. The science module that has docked to the International Space Station, Nukia, is going to be the home site for a film that will take place. The astronauts that will fly up to the space station on October 5th, that being Anton Shepelarev, the actress Yelena Paracel, and director Kim Shapenko will go to the International Space Station in preparation of having a movie being filmed. So far, everything looks well from Russia, and the equipment on board Nokia, even though Nokia had trouble docking, is now operating in a proper manner. India would like to say that everything is working in a proper manner, but it can't. Because yesterday, following long delays due to COVID-19, India finally launched its indigenous upper stage. However, that upper stage failed. And as a result of that, an imaging satellite that they hoped to place into orbit was lost. It's an entirely Indian upper stage. So India has to figure out what exactly happened and the impact on their potential manned flights is certainly going to be felt with this particular launch failure. It appears that when Perseverance rover tried to pick up some soil the other day, that the reason that they came up empty was because the soil was not packed very dense. And as a result, when the tube went down to organize it, it pretty much collapsed, and there were no samples that went into the sample tube. Well, knowing that, you can expect to see Perseverance doing a lot different work as the scientists prepare to prevent that from continuing. The Ingenuity rover, the Mars helicopter, made its 11th flight on the Red Planet. And what made this flight Rather interesting, is that while it was up in the air, it was able to look back down on its Perseverance rover. It's making its first science campaign and will continue to rove Mars and send back data. By having a spacecraft that can fly above the land craft, they'll be able to see any problems with rocks, or any craters that might be in front of it, thus making it a whole lot easier to traverse the surface. The Air Force Command yesterday fired a Minuteman III intercontinental ballistic missile. The missile exploded in the water, and it was about 4,200 miles downrange from California, near the Quadulina Atoll in the Marshall Islands. Once again, the Air Force wanted to show that they have the ability to launch intercontinental ballistic missiles that currently sit in silos in several states. Rocket Lab's next mission will be called Love at First Insight, and that mission is scheduled to launch later this month. It will carry two Black Sky Earth Observation satellites into orbit. The General accountabilities Office has denied the protest of Blue Origins and LLC and Dianetics. They protested the fact that NASA gave a contract to go to the moon to SpaceX, and they said that it was unfair the way they did it. Well, According to the General Accountability's office, it wasn't unfair that NASA did exactly what they're supposed to. They examined all the proposals and they determined if the best one was SpaceX. SpaceX also is taking a look at launching its next Starship. Starship has a lot to offer And should be going into space in the not-too-distant future in a major test. Lastly, we want to tell you that an Indian, Sothosh George Colonado, will become the first space tourist to fly on Virgin Virgin Galactic from Indian descent. Tomorrow, we'll fill you in on what's going on, and until then, have a great day! everybody. That's Randy
1: Siegel with the space report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time, right here. Time to head on over to Ellie's downtown deli, where Bonnie is standing by with some delicacies today.
5: You bet they are truly delicacies, Evan. And you know, check Mark always comes up with something exciting and new and fresh, like his eggplant caprese. This, it comes on a toasted garlic sub roll filled with fried eggplant Tomatoes, You get fresh basil, fresh mozzarella, some roasted red peppers, too, on the sandwich. Serve with a delicious side item, like some cool, fluffy potato salad. Or make it some crispy, cool coleslaw. There are a number of uh, desserts to enjoy, like the key lime pie. You can take home some brownies, a half pound of the chocolate chip cookies. Make it Oreo pie. Delicious. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart now with the patio back open. Plus, they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. And Ellie's also has those full dinners available for takeout. Plus, they're fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's downtown Delhi and Stewart.
1: 845 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news once again, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. Make sure and go visit our friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie.
5: Good morning once again. Teachers and school staff members in St. Lucie County will now be required to wear masks indoors and on buses. On Wednesday, Superintendent Wayne Gant sent an email to staff members informing them of the new policy. This after school board members passed a requirement for students to wear masks with an option to opt out on Tuesday night. On the first day of school, 30 students and two staff members tested positive for COVID-19, according to the school district's dashboard. Superintendent Gant said in his email that approximately 500 students and 90 staff members were were quarantined what remains unclear is whether teachers will be able to provide any exemptions to the new mask rule and what type of masks will be required in last year's policy face shields were not acceptable forms of masks both the superintendent and the school board chair were unavailable for comment on wednesday There's a growing coalition of state and federal officials trying to circumvent the governor's mask mandate ban in public schools. WPTV's Capitol reporter Forrest Saunders with the story.
7: While most Florida schools are still making masks optional this year. At least two now have mandates without required opt-outs for parents. Estate warning and letters both risk financial penalty equal to superintendent and board member salaries.
8: It's just egregious. I mean, this is America, isn't it?
7: Senator Janet Cruz and her colleagues are working to crowdsource money online to pay losses back. It's the latest effort to encourage districts to ignore the governor and make their own decision on masks.
8: We're just sick and tired of it. What else can we do?
7: Other lawmakers like Rep. Michael Grico offering their
9: pay. Whatever measly salary I get in the house until that gets resolved.
7: Even the White House is working with Florida's Ag Commissioner. The press secretary suggesting Tuesday federal COVID relief funds earmarked for schools could fill losses. They're federal funds uh, and they're not under, they're under federal discretion. DeSantis meanwhile continues defending his order as putting parents in charge. He dismissed the federal dollars idea as a misappropriation and warned
6: he won't back down. Obviously, If you're talking about the federal government coming in and overruling parents in our communities, you know that would be something that we would fight back vociferously against.
7: And allies like CFO Jimmy Patronis. I think the Democrats were trying to pull off a media stunt. Tweeting this, that the crowdsourcing effort by lawmakers could violate state
3: gift laws. You can't pay public officials with money for a policy outcome. You cannot use your official position for political purposes. And that's the definition of corruption. Cruz, however...
7: Taking that comment in
3: stride.
8: All right, take us to court. Let's see what the judges have to say about trying to pay teachers who've had their pay withheld.
5: West Palm Beach native and businessman John Texter, who brought digital domain to his home state before the visual effects studio filed for bankruptcy shortly after its arrival, can now add professional soccer club owner to his resume. Crystal Palace FC announced Wednesday that Texter will join chairman Steve Parrish, Josh Harris, and David Blitzer as owners and directors of the London-based Premier League club, Texter is probably best remembered for his role as chief executive officer of Digital Domain, the visual effects studio that he moved from Los Angeles to Port St. Lucie. Receiving economic incentives from the state of Florida and Port St. Lucie, Digital Domain opened its studio in the city in 2012 and partnered with Florida State University's Film School to create an animation and digital arts program in West Palm Beach. Port St. Lucie's minor league baseball park was even named Digital Domain Stadium. But the studio, which was co-founded by director James Cameron and created the effects for movies like True Lies and Titanic, filed for bankruptcy that same year, less than a year after its initial public offering And lastly, proof of receiving a COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test will be required to attend a Maroon 5 concert. The band released the news on their Twitter account. According to the band, beginning August 16, concertgoers at their shows will have to present proof of a negative test taken within 48 hours of the concert or be fully vaccinated. The Cincinnati Inquirer reported that those unvaccinated under 12-year-old would need to bring proof of a negative COVID-19 diagnostic test taken within 48 hours before their event. Los Angeles Angels general manager Perry Manasian reiterated Wednesday that there aren't any plans to shut down star outfielder Mike Trout for the rest of the season. The three-time American League MVP has not played since May 17 after going on the injured list with a right cap strain. The original prognosis was six to eight weeks, but Trout has been out of the lineup for 12 weeks since sustaining the injury. Wednesday marked the 75th game that Trout missed, which is his longest stint of missed games in his 11-year career. Our news time at 8.50. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
1: 8.51 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Bonnie?
5: We do see one accident. This is on I-95 southbound in Jupiter. It's I-95 southbound right at Indian Town Road, Jupiter. There's no roadblock from the accident. No tie-ups down that way. In St. Lucie County, we take a look, and the traffic's moving along quite nicely. No tie-ups, no accidents there. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 84 in Palm City and in Palma, Spain this morning. It's
11: a hot 91. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s. Some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s. Feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Tomorrow, increasing clouds and rain chances as Fred approaches highs in the upper 80s. For the weekend, highs in the mid to upper 80s. Cloudy, windy, and soggy with an 80% chance for showers and storms. Stay with our First Alert weather team for the very latest tropical updates. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
4: A quality of life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on
15: TuneIn and Alexa.
13: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to Show at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
1: 8.56 right now on the Get Up and Go show, uh, Bonnie and uh Wow, what a action-packed show we had today, huh?
5: Yeah, we sure did, and it was really nice to have the manager of our Martin County North Little League team on the air with us. Yeah, I Mark really enjoyed Rogers. that. I
1: really enjoyed that.
5: I really enjoyed him. He was a very, a very upbeat kind of guy, and mm-hmm. he's got to be a, a certain kind of... Uh, really one to look up to individual to, you know, take that team after the team was away for a year, a mm-hmm. year during COVID-19 and, mm-hmm. you know, get all those boys together and they completely came together you yeah. know, to go to go and play and to play where they're at and even seeing them on ESPN too now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now we'll be able to watch them again on uh, August the 20th at 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, on ESPN on the uh, Friday, I do believe.
5: We can't wait. Uh, we look forward to it next Friday.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, coming up in just a little bit, Denny Artachi's going to be on and I want to just bring him in just very quickly in the last minute or so of our show uh, to find out exactly what Denny's going to be talking about today on the program. Denny, uh, good day to you. How you doing, buddy? Hey, good. Nice to talk to my
10: partners. And um, we're going to have a special guest, Mark Breckville, who has a show. He's part of the alumni and the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, I also have a special guest that I hope will come in that's going to razz him a little bit. And okay. also uh, we're going to have Glenn Wiggle, who's a founder uh, of Independent Solutions and Peak Brokerage Services. So uh looks like it'll be a fun pack show and uh, now we're not going to have as much fun as you and bonnie but <laughs> we're going to give it our shot all right um, hey listen
1: i like the shirt you know i gotta compliment <laughs> you you gotta tell me where you got that shirt i really like the hawaiian shirt
10: I, you know i'm
1: i think i would love to take credit
10: but i'm no politician okay uh okay. i got this as a gift uh, I think it's a Tommy Bahama shirt, believe it or not. Oh, yeah.
5: looks like it could be. It looks incredible. That's out
10: of my price well, range. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes they have those scratch and dent sales. This you know? is true. You see me walking in with the scissors going, hey, uh, yeah. there's something wrong
1: with the shirt. So- I got you. I got you.
5: It makes you me know. want to go have one of those uh, Bahamian mamas with you. What is it called? A Bahama mama A Bahama drink?
1: mama drink, yeah.
5: <laughs> or, well, you
1: know, it is
10: 5 o'clock somewhere,
1: Bonnie, so. Yes, it you is. Know. Yeah, yeah. It truly is And speaking of, that's a wrap for us. That's our 5 <laughs> o'clock right now. Denny Artachi's coming up. A little bit after the news, so you don't want to miss out, folks. Bonnie, that's a wrap. We're done. What a great day today, huh? Yeah,
5: and you know, I got to say, Denny thinks we're so much fun. He has a fun, lively show, too. Yes. You should go see him play
1: the guitar, let me tell you.
5: Pretty damn good, I got to say. That's what we hear. For sure.
1: For (laughs) shizzle, as they say, folks. Don't go anywhere. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside.
5: Take care, enjoy the day, drink some grapefruit juice.
1: (laughs) Or a pina colada or something of that sort. A
5: Bahamian mama. Bahama
1: mama. Uh, We're WSDU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. We'll see you back here in about 21 hours. Bye-bye for now.